And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but I'm glad you're right here with me live on the show. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over social media, all over everywhere. It's funny how you can destroy the statues of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, Frederick Douglass, everybody involved with history in America at all. And there's no problems. Nobody gets locked up. Nobody has any hate crime charges levied against them. But let you splatter some black paint over some yellow paint because the yellow paint is related to Black Lives Matter. Then you get charged with a hate crime. How does that work? I think we all know what's going on with that. Some things are more important to some people than others. If we're going to have hate crimes as it relates to defacing monuments and statues and whatnot be a thing, let's have it be a thing. Let's not pick and choose when we're going to say a particular thing is a hate crime or not. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm just saying let's have some consistency, which I don't really see. Shout out to everybody that thinks black lives matter is a noble cause i'm not really sure how you could say that anymore shout out to my man terry cruz for standing up for himself live on tv against don lemon talking about blm we'll talk about all that and more on tonight's episode of abl live and again thank you all for joining i most certainly appreciate you guys if you like the content if you enjoy the channel if you're a new if you're a new subscriber, been here for a long time, came here recently, whatever the case may be, give me a thumbs up on the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Also, if for some reason you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on, but go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now. And when you do subscribe, click the little bell that's right there. When you click the bell, you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. So thank y'all for joining. We got a whole lot happening all over the internets, all over these uh, social media streets, the mainstream media streets. There's a whole lot of things going on. Let's talk about the, I'm going to get straight into the hate crime because that one, you know, that that's really kind of like, wow, really? All right, let's, let's back up a little bit so I can explain what's happening now. In California, this is in Martinez, California, about 25 miles from san francisco like i said in my video i don't know if you saw it or not but right in that area in san francisco bay area you're in the belly of the beast of liberalism right in that particular part of the country that's probably the highest concentration of far leftist extremist nut jobs in the world especially here in the u.s now a couple i'm not sure if they were married friends related or whatever but a man and a woman they decided to paint over a BLM mural that's on the ground. Now, somebody, a resident in this particular area of California, Martinez, California, they got a permit to paint Black Lives Matter in the big yellow letters. You know how they do in D.C. As soon as they did that whole thing in D.C. by painting Black Lives Matter real big on the ground, it was a bunch of copycats that did the same thing. They, they did that here where I live at in Tennessee, too. But it wasn't big yellow letters. They, they decided to do like the rainbow colors and, and to as a side note as i you know kind of digress for a moment I, I don't like how they're they're trying to tie black 
to LGBTQ, ABC, D, E, F, G. I'm not really a fan of it at all, okay? I, I don't like how they're trying to do that. Uh, I'm not really a fan. You know, just because I'm black does not mean I'm automatically gay. You know, I'm a heterosexual like most people in the world are. And that's okay. If you're gay, that's your business. That's fine. I don't care. I'm straight. Don't don't try to make me be something else or put me in some other little group that I'm not in. But that's set aside. Matter of fact, I'll show it to you on the screen right quick. This, this is a piece of it right here. You, you can see what they did. And I'm not really sure what this is all about, what the letters are all about, why they couldn't just make it be like normal letters. They have like this, you know, old school 1987 bit type typeface. It's just kind of strange. But anyway, um, in Martinez, California, they um, put Black Lives Matter large in yellow letters. If I can find that real quick, I'll pull it up so you can you so you can kind of see what's going on. So. The lady was like, you know what? I've had enough. Okay, this is a good picture. This shows you the piece that they got. All right, you can pretty much tell what's going on from here. And if you can't see it on the screen, what I have up is the lady. She has on a, a pair of like a sandals with some black pants, red shirt. Looks like it says, I heart America or something like that. And she has a bucket of black paint and she's painting over the L that's after the B and Black Lives Matter. And all they were able to get, or the lady, all she was able to get was just the two letters. So they had the big letters, large on the ground. And she was like, you know what? I don't like this narrative. I don't like this whole thing. You know, the hands up, don't shoot, BLM. I'm not really a fan of it. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to paint over the letters. And it was a guy that, like I said, that was right there with her. He was pretty much just filming it, recording it. And um, they were talking to some bystanders that didn't like what was going on. Now, for that, for what I just showed you, for painting on some letters on the ground, they're getting charged with a hate crime. Now, it's three crimes they're getting charged with. And if they're convicted, they could face up, up to a year in jail. Now, mind you, let's just remember what's happening right now in the country, especially in California. Um, people are getting set free from the penitentiary or from jail that have sex crimes under their belt one guy was set free in california for not mistaken if i'm wrong let me know in the comments below but one guy was set free that was a sex offender a guy that cannot be rehabilitated a guy that probably should get just you know but anyway um this guy when he got released i guess he was on probation or parole when he went to the probation or parole office he pulled out his his johnson and swung it at the lady that's in the office. So he was trying to go back to the penitentiary or the jail or whatever. And he was not able to be rehabilitated. If you're in the office where they can decide if you go to jail or not and you pull your thing out. I mean, you, you could do other things to go back to jail. You could just steal a candy bar from the store. Why you got to go to the office and pull your thing out? You see what I'm saying? This guy could not be rehabilitated. Okay, he will recidivize. He recidivized in the office. Okay, not out somewhere we thought he might not get caught. He recidivized in the office. But anyway, you letting guys like that out because of the virus. So why are you trying to arrest more people because they put some paint on the ground? How is that a hate crime? Meanwhile, you can deface statues of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, um, Frederick Douglass. What they were saying to us at first was, oh, it's a Confederate statues. We're going to put them in a museum. And some of us were like, yeah, it's okay. Put them in a museum. And I knew from the beginning, I was like, don't do that. 
Do not do that because you're giving them an inch. You're giving them an inch. And what they always do, at least as far as I know, as far as I've been observing them on the left, when you give them an inch, they take a mile. They go all the way to the moon with it if you let them. And here we are. Where you can burn up a statue or deface a statue, you can you can paint F12, kill cops, ACAP, Black Lives Matter, Anarchy, Antifa, whatever you want. You could be any race, religion, gender, identity, preference, whatever you want, and deface statues to represent America. But when you want to deface a temporary, not a permanent mural of some painters on the ground, if it relates to what they believe in, which is not really about America and unity and history. It's not about that. It's about whatever they believe in. When you want to deface that, oh, no, nah, hate crime, penitentiary, Big Rocks, Little Rocks, Gitmo. That's pretty much how they go. But I called it. I knew it was going to be like that from the beginning. Nobody should be surprised once you give them a inch to take them out. If you say put the Confederate monuments in the museum and you cool with that, then it's going to be, well, I don't like uh, Thomas Jefferson. I don't like George Washington. Let's remove statues of George Washington from uh, the university that shares his name. Okay, I take, I take that out because it's too offensive. It's too it's too triggering. You know, that's what's going on. Next up, Mount Rushmore. I said that years ago. They're gonna try to target Mount Rushmore, and then when they went to Mount Rushmore, what was it? Oh, this is this is white supremacist, and you wanna you wanna flaunt your. It's like what. CNN were trying to like attack Mount Rushmore on the 4th of July because Trump went there. But just four years ago, Bernie Sanders went there and it was all good. This is a, a, a modern marvel, all types of stuff. So we see what they're doing. This is all just a game. None of it makes any sense at all. Um, I was uh, on Instagram today and Donald Trump Jr. posted a thing. If I could pull it up right quick, I will. But this kind of encapsulates what's going on. Speaking about kind of a, a divergence, but not really, kind of along the same lines. Um, there it is. But he's talking about the virus and, you know, hold on, the, the protests and whatnot. Okay, let's check it out. I put it on the screen and I'll read it. I guess you can't see it. And this is an article from the New York Times, of course. You know, the paper of record, whatever. The headline reads, are protests unsafe, question mark? What experts say may depend on who's protesting what. <laughs> okay, now here's a subhead. And this, this is serious. This, this is a real thing. Public health experts decried the anti-lockdown protests last spring as dangerous gatherings in, in a pandemic. Health experts seem less comfortable doing so now that the marches are against racism. <laughs> what, what are the experts telling you? Like, I don't trust any experts unless like if you got an expert that goes on TV, I don't anybody that appears on MS-13, NBC, CNN, anything like that. I don't trust them because if it's a problem to go to a protest because a lot of people are in one space at one time, then it shouldn't matter what they're protesting. They could be protesting anything. If they're out there, then they're out there. It shouldn't matter what they're protesting. So. All these health experts just tell you anything, you know, it's talking about wearing a mask, but masks cause problems and you got to have a mandate for a mask They talk about other countries. They try to compare a country like Norway to the USA. Norway has less people than New York City. So how are you going to compare a country that's half the size of a city in the United States 
to the entirety of the United States. Matter of fact, Norway has half the people of L.A. County. Just L.A. County, not California, but L.A. County. A whole country is less than half the size of L.A. County, and it's much more uh, sparse populated. It's much more spread out. Very small countries in Europe are not the equivalent to the United States. Okay, as simple as that. Try putting the entire Europe together and then just count on that and see what's going on with that. And then they talk about China is doing better than us. Like, you got, you, are you just going to trust China's word? China will tell you anything. China will lie for no reason. So, of course, a lie about the virus. You see what I'm saying? So, it, it is what it is. Yeah, but New York Times, in my humble opinion, is the equivalent to CNN. If New York Times were on TV, they would be CNN. And you know what? The, the bad part is that when you do Google searches for news, New York Times usually comes up first. And you got to pay for it. I would never pay one red cent for New York Times ever in my life. I don't care. I'm, I'm not paying a red dime for it. They're the worst. And you know what? Elsie used to be pretty good, but it's not good anymore. And that's AP. AP used to be more neutral, but now they're just an, a clone of the New York Times. So it's hard to find news nowadays. I write my own stories, but I get news from other sources. You know, I get my news from local news outlets. That's how you have less spin. Once you get to New York Times and Washington Post, Huffington Post, all this and that, they put their spin. Because, you know, we're talking about big money that the spinners where it's at. Okay. That's, that's pretty much what they got to do. Let me see. Uh, Bang Chow, that's a good question. Ask me, what's my take on U.S. leaving the World Health Organization? I'm all for it. I'm 1,000% for it because the World Health Organization or the WHO, the WHO for short, they were the ones that said, hey, the virus has no human-to-human -human transmission. It's like, what? Really? If the virus has a human-to-human transmission, then why was everybody dying in China? How were they getting the virus? Did everybody have their own pet pig that just miraculously caught the virus? Or their own pet bat? Did everybody eat bat soup from the same place in the same time? Like, how did that really... How was everybody getting it if there was no human-to-human -human transmission? It didn't make any sense. And then they said, oh, don't cut off any Chinese travel. What? Why would I not cut off travel from the epicenter of the virus? If the virus has not gone anywhere else other than China, then why would I not cut off travel from China? It doesn't make any sense at all. So the things that they were saying were just stupid. And really, it's all just about trying to please Xi Jinping because China has a bunch of money and a bunch of influence in the World Health Organization. Tedros, the guy that was the or is a chair, is a communist. Xi Jinping, a communist. So they just, you know, they go to go like peanut butter and jelly. Why would we be in the World Health Organization? What have they actually done for us positive? Talking about, oh, well, they made a few mistakes. Mistakes? A mistake is a thing you don't really intend to do. Um, it's not a mistake if you get paid to do it. You understand? If you get paid to say a thing that you know ain't right, that's not a mistake. That's a choice. That's a conscious decision that you made knowing that it's wrong. That's the World Health Organization. So there was no point in being in it if it's going to be so China-centric. Okay, we're America. We don't need China-centric things. And speaking of being China-centric, have you guys heard about the U.S. potentially banning TikTok? I'm with it because you already know any kind of Chinese app like that, they're reporting straight to the Chinese Communist Party. And do you want your kids' dance moves logged and then sent to a server in Beijing? 
I'm just trying to figure out. I, I just want to know for myself. Maybe I'm incorrect by saying that we should ban TikTok, but I'm for it. You know, it's a national security threat. I'm with it, one thousand percent, all day long. So nah, we don't need to be dealing with the China. I mean, the World Health Organization, <laughs> Chinese Health Organization, Wuhan Health Organization, whatever they want to call it. We have no business really being involved because they don't really do a very good job. <laughs> Yeah, Winnie the Flu. We could leave Winnie the Flu alone. How about that? You know, China's trying to play the long game. They're trying to have a lot of influence in America. I mean, and, and my thing is this. All right, if China, like the actual country, the, the Communist Party, the one-party system, if they own TikTok, then what would prevent them from just putting something up in the middle of the day that's some pro-Chinese communist rhetoric? and then deleting it when it's already been out there for a while. Why would they not put a back door in their software that can spy on you? Why not? I mean, and then there've been plenty of security flaws found in TikTok, you know, talking about, uh, I, I was reading one thing where it was this group that looks out for security flaws. Um, they could access your clipboard on iOS. So, you know, that, that could be a problem. And if they're accessing your clipboard, where's the data going? It's real data mining. It's not really good. So like I was saying, the the company, this little kind of a digital watchdog type group, they look for flaws in, in programs or how can I say like malicious scripts and they found some things and then it gets patched up. Then they put out another version of the app that has more that were not there before. You see what I'm saying? So how long until they just... You put something out there that you don't discover for a while, but by the time you figure it out, it's too late and they got what they wanted. No way, no how. Yeah, and your pictures, they got all of that. Yeah. Hey, if you if you're on TikTok and you're famous on TikTok, then you know, you gotta do something else. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on YouTube, I got my own website. I try to be everywhere because you never know what's gonna fall. You know, just just be prepared. Don't pour your eggs in one basket. You know, it, it is what it is. But thank you all for joining. I definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. And if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. You can go ahead and subscribe for me. Also, if you're listening on an audio streaming platform, because this show will be available on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, uh, what else? Stitcher. However you listen to the podcast, search me on there, ABL Live. You can also visit the link in the description box. I'll take you to Anchor, but you can visit all your major platforms through the Anchor link. And if you're listening to me on there, give me a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you are. Share it, uh, like it, do whatever you can for me on that particular platform. All righty, but we got a whole lot going on here. And thank you all again for joining. Let's talk about Terry Crews versus Don Lemon. I really enjoyed this. Hold on. Let me just, let me. I had to get situated right quick. I got to get, I said comfortable. I got to get ready for this one. Now, Don Lemon versus CNN, or not CNN versus Don Lemon, Terry Crews versus Don Lemon, which is basically CNN. Now, I really enjoyed this. Shout out to Terry Crews for saying what is on his mind. All right. Shout out to him for saying that. I really appreciated that. Now, if you didn't catch the video, if you missed the story, I'll give you a brief rundown. Now, Terry Crews got into some hot water, the actor Terry Crews, because of some tweets that he put out. Matter of fact, if I could find them, I'll put them up at a certain point in time. But um, 
Terry Crews talking about Black Lives Matter, he was like, hey, let's not have, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter morph into Black Lives Better. Let's have, you know, like, let's let's figure out what's going on. And he also said, um, not all white people are bad and not all black people are good. And basically, I'm ready to die on that hill. So very controversial. Everybody didn't like that too much. And, um, you know, Terry Crews had him on there to talk about that. Matter of fact, here is the um, one of the tweets that he put out. This is uh, from June 30th of this year. Let's put it on the screen right quick. I'll read it. And he says, if you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed and ideology. We must ensure hashtag Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into hashtag Black Lives Better. And I responded, I was like, hey, whatever you do, don't apologize for this. Stay true to yourself, sir. And I don't know, maybe he read my tweet. You know, hopefully he did. But whatever made him not apologize, he didn't. He doubled down on it. You know, there was more tweets came after that. So he went on TV, went on CNN and doubled down some more. Now, Don Lemon is a host. Should be not so, you know, not so trying to attack Terry Crews. I know you on cable news, 8 o'clock, whatever, whatever, but he was attacking Terry Crews for his tweets. Now, I don't see what's wrong with that. You guys in that chat know that. What's nothing really wrong with that? It was a unifying message, right? You know, I don't care what color you are, what race you are, whatever. You know, you a good person. You my brother, you my sister. It's all good. That's how I feel, too. That's the way that it should be. We have differences, of course, as people. Like, I'm an individual person. You are as well. We're all individual people. We have differences, but we can unite on certain things. We can unite on being an American. We can unite on righteousness. We can unite, we can unite on truth. So that's, that's what he stands on. And for that, for, for that tweet, for that expression, he was, you know, almost about to get canceled over it. So he had to go, or he decided to go on CNN and back himself, back his statements up. Uh, and he did a very good job. And he was talking about black on black crime. And he was saying some things that we all know to be true. I don't know why Don Lemon wants to act like it's not true. Maybe it's because that's his job to, you know, pretend these types of things aren't true. He was like, look, Terry Cruz had this. It's like, look, we got black on black violence we got to deal with. Kids getting killed. I mean, if black lives matter, then they should matter all the time. But, you know, Don Lemon admitted right there live on Communist News Network, I mean, China News Network, I mean, CNN, he admitted right there that Black Lives Matter is not really about black lives, at least not in the neighborhood dying. So the chief source of black lives being taken doesn't really matter, okay? Aside from abortion, which is bigger than anything, but the chief method of black lives being taken is through homicide in, in the hood. So we're not really worried about that. We're worried about police brutality, but even Black Lives Matter own mission statement, how they started, does not say that they're only about police brutality. Not at all. They explore a lot of different things. And Terry Crews brought that up. He was like, well, they're not only discussing police brutality. And he got cut off right there because I think Don Lemon and CNN know that it could have gone down a whole rabbit hole, you know, talking about LGBTQ, ABTDFG, XYZ issues. They're talking about trying to dismantle the nuclear family. They're talking about all kinds of things on their website. And when they go out there in public, also, they're very political. They're getting money from Act Blue. Where's the money going? I have no idea. 
All I know is that their donation platform also services Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and everybody else. But I digress. They get plenty of money to do certain things that don't have anything to do with police brutality. Okay. And they advocate for things that are not related to police brutality. The founder, one of the co-founders of the movement, one of the black women got on TV and said that we are trained Marxist. And she also said that we have the goal of removing Trump from office. Now, how does Marxism and Donald Trump relate to black lives? I'm trying to figure it out. How do these things equate to trying to fight police brutality? I'm just I'm trying to figure it out. I, I'm, I don't really understand. So what Don Lemon said was wrong. It ain't just about police brutality. It's about a lot of different things. It's about uh, politics. It's about LGBTQ. It's about um, so-called vigilantes because the thing that really sparked BLM off was Trayvon Martin. Now, Trayvon Martin did not get shot by a cop or a white person. So what are we really talking about? An Hispanic guy that looked like he could be, maybe be white. What are we really saying? It's about a lot of different things, not just police brutality. So if we're going to talk about Hispanic on black crime, vigilante on black crime, uh, cop on black crime, LGBTQ, ABCDFG, the nuclear family, Donald Trump. Why not throw in black on black crime? Why not just throw that in there? I mean, you could just, you know, shoehorn it in there, mention it a little bit here and there. Nah, you don't want to address the elephant in the room because it's easier to pick low hanging fruit. OK, to address black light, to address black on black crime for them would be the equivalent to scaling a tree and picking the fruit on the very top. OK, but police brutality and LGBTQ, ABCD, that's like at the very base of the tree. You could just take it off, snatch it and eat it right there. It's real easy. There's no effort involved to do with something like that. You get, it's like the path of least resistance, but to do with something that's really major and, you know, kind of contentious like black on black crime. Oh, uh, you don't want to touch with a 10 foot pole. Leave it alone. Let other guys do with that. We don't want to do with that. Although we say black lives matter. We don't want to do with the chief source of black lives being taken. I got it. Were no doubt. So shout out to Terry Crews for standing up to Don Lemon, holding his own live on CNN. 1000% sure. Yeah, all, all day long. The, the alphabet group. But what else we got going? That's a whole lot of things happening here. Um. Oh, talk about Kaepernick right quick. You guys have seen Kaepernick back in the news. Yeah. Now, <laughs> This is the funniest story to me because I keep seeing people talk about, oh, give Kaepernick a job, give him a chance. Why do you think he needs a job? He has a job already. Okay, he, he's been working for the past four years. Have you not seen it? He is now a professional SJW is what he does. He, he, he's been had a book deal for like the past three years for like a million dollars. You know, he's getting, you know, the occasional speaking engagement, maybe. Well, not speaking engagement. He don't talk too much. He's like, he's like a silent speaker. He has a Nike deal. Remember that that fake workout close by Atlanta that wound up being a sneaker release thing? Okay, you're doing that. You're getting money from your sneakers and from your book deal and from whatever else you're doing. You got a foundation. You got a production company. Why play football? Let's be clear. If Kaepernick was to go back to the NFL right now, first of all, he's not really in shape. But second of all, if he were to go back, he would get the veterans minimum and probably not even start. Cam Newton, who is light years beyond Kaepernick ever was, and 
is better than him right now and two years younger than him is playing on a one-year, one-million-dollar deal for the New England Patriots. And he was a free agent for a long time before that. He might have actually retired if he didn't get picked up by the Patriots for a one-year, veteran minimum, million-dollar contract. Only 500000 guaranteed. Now, why would Kaepernick do that? For what? If I was his financial advisor or business advisor, I would advise against playing football. For what? Like, okay, you can get millions of dollars off the field with your deals you got going on. I'll talk about those in a minute versus going to play football for one year, getting paid 500000 maybe a million. You risking CTE, permanent body injuries, and you dedicate a lot of your time being on the road. You got to travel. For what? Why? It doesn't make any sense. He has, Ka Kaepernick that is, he has a deal with Disney. I'm not sure how much money is getting paid, but to have a deal with Disney to produce content, that's not going to be me. That's not going to be small potatoes. That's going to be a very meaty deal. Um, the former CEO of Disney, now executive chairman, whatever that is, Bob Iger came out and made a statement talking about, oh, we look forward to working with him. It's going to be a great venture. So anytime the, the head honcho, the big boss of Disney Corporation, not just ESPN or ABC, Disney comes out and says something about you, you know you're getting paid a lot of money. Why would he want to go play football? For what? There's no reason to play football. He can say that he's trying to work out and teams aren't giving him a chance. That's all a lie to keep their whole victimhood status going so he's able to keep cashing in on it. Okay? He's, he has a Nike deal, the Disney deal, the book deal. If he wants to speak ever, he has that money coming in. I saw one guy, I forget his name, spoke at Google for like a million dollars. Like one engagement, like a million dollars. So imagine if Kaepernick right now it starts to speak and do and does engagements. Ops, oh, man, he would clean up. He would clean up. You're talking about a multimillionaire. Why play football anymore? You're done. You are in your post career. You have no reason to do that anymore. Alrighty. So, yeah. Hey, he won a, He went to the the big game. Did did he win the Super Bowl? Does he have a ring? I'm not really sure. It's a lot of guys that went to Super Bowl and got a ring, but they're not around anymore. It's some guys that won the game, won the big game, became MVP, and the next year they're gone. The NFL, not for long. You can't stay there forever. So it's pretty much what it is. Um, speaking about sports, NFL, NBA, um, I saw what Deshaun Jackson did. Now, if you guys didn't see it, Deshaun Jackson, I think he's um, playing for the Philadelphia Eagles, wide receiver. He put out some anti-Semitic stuff on his Instagram page, um, talking about how they're extorting the West, all kind of stuff. You know, like the typical, how can I say, like pro-black, anti, kind of like um, Farrakhan type stuff, that that kind of stuff. You understand what I'm saying? So he put it on his Instagram page, and there's not really a big outcry against it. Now, what if he were, um, you know, who can I say? Uh, like, who, who's a white running back? Uh, McCaffrey is that is that his name what if he was white guy saying some stuff like that saying the same exact thing not even anti-black but just you know anti-semitic oh white supremacists you know you got a Nazi tattoo the back of your forehead all kind of stuff that that would be the thing but since Deshaun Jackson is black then it's no real big deal um he apologized for it came out and said that's not really me I don't really abide by that but other guys are coming out and saying told the truth other guys in the NBA, what, what's happening, 
I mean, in the NFL and NBA, they're coming out and defending them. What's happening right now is that um, the NBA and NFL don't have a control over their image. They're letting all kind of stuff just fly out and it's hurting their image. The end result is going to be people just leaving the sport, <clears throat> not those that are playing, but those that are watching. They're going to be like, you know what? I've, I've had enough. I'm not feeling all this anti this, anti that. I'm good. I'll just go and watch something else. I'll go play golf. I'll go watch tennis. Uh, I'm, I'm not interested in the SJW stuff. And um, there's actually going to be this uh, this whole bubble thing. So the NBA guys are going to play, I guess, the remainder of their season or some exhibition game. Not sure what they're going to do. I don't know if it's going to be exhibition or ranked or what. If they're going to do playoffs, I have no idea. But they're going to try to play some games in Orlando, Florida, and the quote-unquote bubble. So you don't leave. You might not get infected. You could be safe in the so-called bubble. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh, before I get into the bubble and what they're talking about as far as anything like SW related, they're, they're serving the meals in the bubble because I, I guess you can't leave. You can't really go get what you want to eat. They got like uh, jail food in there. Hold on. Let me search NBA bubble food. This was hilarious to me. All right. So they have stuff served to them that because they, they can't because the whole thing is you got to be in a bubble. You can't leave because you might get people infected. Now, here it is. This is what they get as part of their their meal now i'm not sure what i'm looking at i'm looking at maybe it's a, like a, a caesar salad um some chips some like dried vegetable like some dried fruit actually some random condiments some onions <laughs> maybe some some watermelon slices uh, i'm not sure what i'm seeing here i'm not seeing food that you can actually eat and be a professional athlete you know you gotta have some protein like you gotta have some some good food <laughs> somebody said fire fest 2.0 in the nba's bubble yeah you see it got the memes already ready it's, it's not really i'm not sure how they're going to eat this but anyway getting back to the bubble what they're going to do is allow guys to have messages on the back of their jersey for uh social issues if i could pull it up right quick i will Let's have approve. Okay, here we go. Let's put it up on the screen. So, like I was saying, on the back of your jersey, you can have certain messages that are for, for social justice. All right, so here it is. Put it on the screen. And let's check it out. So, you can say on the back of your jersey, Black Lives Matter, say their names, vote, I can't breathe, justice, peace, equality, freedom, and that's funny, talking about freedom. You have a list of things you can say on your jersey. You can't just pick whatever you want. It's a list, and you got to pick from the list. That's hilarious. But anyway, enough. Power to the people. Justice now. Say her name. Si se puede. I know I butchered that, and I'm sorry. Yes, we can. <laughs> Liberation. See us. Hear us. Respect us. Love us. Listen. Listen to us. Stand up. Ally. Anti-racist. I am a man. Speak up. How many more? Group economics. Education reform, mentor. Now, my question is this. Where does this come from? Did they speak to like the resident liberal um, think tank in the NBA for this list? Guys are upset talking about that's not really what we want. We don't want. We need more options, all this, that, and a third. 
it's all dumb. If I see any of these names, I'm not going to watch because I don't want to see that. I don't care. If they feel like that, that's fine. That's their business. But guess what? I don't want to see it. So they have the right to express themselves if that's their options that they have. But if they're going to do that, if they're going to have I can't breathe on their jerseys while they're playing basketball, I'll pass. I will pass. I'll go ahead and just do something else on my day. I don't want to see that at all. So what they're going to end up doing, the NBA and the NFL, is they're going to hemorrhage players. This is Colin Kaepernick 2.0. Colin Kaepernick, that effect, I think, killed like 20% of the NFL's revenue at one point. If I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. Or 20% in ratings. Like, it was a big drop in the ratings, revenue, or whatever the case may be. Because people just say, you know what? I don't want to see this anymore. I'm done. I'll, I'll do something else. I'll just not watch football because I don't want to have this political thing shoved in my face. But anyway, it'll be the same thing here with the NBA. Nobody wants to see the SJW messages. That's it. Okay. We just, we're just tired of it. So what else is happening? I thank y'all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. Um, I pretty much got everything covered. Oh, Snoop Dogg calling us coons. <laughs> uh, you guys may have seen the, the the picture that I had in the video. It was an Instagram picture that Snoop Dogg put up. And he was saying that uh, black conservatives are coons. I guess it was the coon bunch, like the Brady bunch. And he had a picture. Yeah, a few pictures of us. Let me see if I can pull it on the screen right quick. I may have already done this on the screen before. Let me see. I'm going to see if I can go to it. All right. Put it up right quick. And here we go. So you see, you got Terrence Williams, Candace Owens, Herman Cain, David Harris Jr., Angela Stanton, Paris Denard, Daryl Scott, Heist Twins, Diamond and Silk, and just a raccoon right there in the center. Now, this was an interesting list. What he's trying to say is that, you know, we're, we're self-haters, we, we hate black people, all this and that, when really everybody here is pushing for things that are going to help. Angela Stanton, let's talk about her right quick. Angela Stanton had a great appearance on the Breakfast Club. I don't see what's the problem. What's what's cooning about wanting to have more black people live and not die from abortion? Everybody on here is against abortion. How is that cooning? I don't really understand. You know, people just don't like us because we think for ourselves and we're not just aligned to the, the Democratic plantation like Snoop Dogg is. And Snoop Dogg is a snitch, too. I said that in my video, he had the issue with the murder charge, right? Back in the day, and he was able to get off of the murder charge, but then wound up um, catching the weed charge soon thereafter, but didn't go to the penitentiary. Now, if you just got let go on the murder charge and you're on some kind of probation or parole or whatever, and you get in trouble again, you should go to the penitentiary, right? What happened? How did that not go through all the way? Same thing with the rapper known as T.I., the big SJW liberal guy. This guy got caught with a bunch of silencers, um, you know, a, a whole arsenal of weapons as a felon. You can't have that. And he did not go to the penitentiary. I think he did some time, but it didn't get major time. He must, he did he like, a, like a year in jail, but that was it. So how do you only do like a year or less or no time when you get caught with a whole arsenal of illegal weapons? Not only was he a felon and couldn't own legal guns, he also had illegal weapons that you couldn't own even as a lawful gun owner, but didn't go to the penitentiary or if he did go, didn't go for that long, like less than a year. How did that happen? But you want to call us the coons? It, it's pretty weird. <laughs> 
He said, he said he's a smoke crack. <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is. Now, oh, Kanye West. That's a guy that he did not have on his list of the, the so-called coon bunch because he still wants to do music with him. He must still be in the music industry. You know, that's that that's pretty funny how that works. You, you say certain things where you feel like you, you can just say it against somebody because there, there's no bridge to burn there. Or you can burn a bridge and not be concerned about it. But then we're talking about Kanye West. You don't want to burn that bridge, do, do you, Snoop? You can keep it open. Keep the line of commu communication open. That's funny how that works. But it is. Speaking about Kanye West, he must be the president. Maybe. Allegedly. I'm not really sure. Um, he has no chance. But I like what's happening as a result of him announcing his run. People on the left are kind of scrambling, kind of nervous because they feel like he may impact the Joe Biden vote, the, the black vote. That's what's going on. They know he can't take votes from Trump. He may impact the black vote on the Democratic side. He won't impact the white vote on the Democratic side because they had a chance to put somebody black in there this election, but didn't do it. You had Kamala Harris, who is part black, black enough, uh, Cory Booker, Deval Patrick. Uh, Dwayne Missom, you had quite a few black candidates that were running, but nobody got any kind of traction at all. So why about Kanye West getting kind of, why about Kanye West coming in right now at the zero hour, get any traction from the Democratic side from anybody other than black folks who already like him a little bit and he's black, so that might work. You see what I'm saying? They're concerned about that. But um, people are saying that Kanye said he does not like Trump anymore or he has turned against Trump. I'm not sure how true that is. I've not read the article in which that's from. Apparently, there's an interview out there that Kanye did. I've not had time to read it, but it's probably not true. And if Kanye is running and if he's serious, he's not going to come out here and say Trump 2020. Why would you do that? Nobody's going to come out here and support their opponent. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you're trying to win, you're not, you're not going to do that. You would say, you know, I'm not for him. I'm for myself. And it was funny. I heard that the party he's running with is called the birthday party because if he wins, it'll be your birthday. Hilarious. Hilarious. So we'll see what's going on with uh, Kanye West coming up here, but he has no real chance in my humble opinion. I want to see what the Democrats do to respond to him, what their reaction in general will be. Yep. Okay, I'm reading some of this. Thank you all for the super chats. Appreciate you guys. Shout out to Matthew for, what's that? Is that yen? 12,000 yen? I'm not sure what that mark is. Who says, keep doing what you do. Love your show. I thank you for that. I definitely appreciate you. I think it's not of this world for the 100 donation. I appreciate you as well. All righty. Let me see. I'm going to read some of the, the, the chats here. Yeah, exactly. True Seeker. He did one year because he snitched on his fellow so-called brothers. Exactly. It's funny how that works. Yeah, I want to be, shout out to uh, Fung Yu who says, ABO, you're not on their list, but you're on ours. I appreciate that. And like I was saying in the Snoop video I did of the so-called Coon Bunch, I want to be on the Coon Bunch. I want to be there. I feel like I got to get, you know, I got to set my game up, produce better content, whatever I can do. You know, I want to be on the Coon Bunch because in my eyes and from the eyes of many, that's great company to be in. I want to be right next to Candace Owens, Angela Stanton, and Hodge Twins. I want to be right there with them. What must I do to get onto the Coon Bunch, onto the next Coon Bunch poster? It was funny to see um, the reaction 
under Snoop Dogg's uh, Coon Bunch um, Instagram post, you had more people that were supporting us than were agreeing with him. That was hilarious. You know, I see my man Joe Patrick, a lot of friends of mine that I know, you know, a lot of people. Uh, somebody says Snoop just gave Trump some more voters. Exactly. 100%. And really what he did was promote us. Thanks, Snoop. Appreciate it. You promoted conservatives because now people are going to look at this, see all the positive comments, and they're going to research us. So it's all good. It's funny how people like uh, Joe Biden don't have many supporters vocally. I see more hate towards the right than support to the left from the left. Let me say that again. I see more hate towards the right from the left than I see support for the left from the left. You see, like in any kind of Trump rally, there'll be many more so-called protesters than will ever go to a Joe Biden event. So you have more anti-Trump um, enthusiasm than pro-Biden. How is that going to work out in an election? Are you going to be enthused to go out there and vote? You'll be too busy trying to intimidate us at the polls. So people talking about, oh, Trump's going to lose how? Where is his path to losing? I don't really see how that's going to work. How does it make any sense? All right. Let me see. Yeah, exactly, Chris. I, I got robbed. I want to be on the list. Same thing with my man, Brandon Tatum. Exactly. We got robbed. I demand a recount of the coon list because I want to be on there. I got robbed. This, this is an injustice. You know, I want to call Congress and get somebody fired. That's what I want to do right now. And shout out to my man, Jericho Green. You guys, if you're not subscribed to Jericho Green, you got to do so. Because if you don't, you're missing out. He says, sorry, Snoop. I don't listen to underweight old crips. <laughs> yeah, Snoop, come on, man. Eat a burger for us, please. Because you're looking kind of sickly, sir. And Jericho Green also says, NBA just added a new one. I'm a jackass. <laughs> and that's not cussing. I didn't cuss. That's, actually, that's an actual animal. So that's no cussing. Thank you for that, Jericho. I appreciate you, boss. All right. Super chats on deck. And thank you all for donating through uh, Patreon. Also, PayPal and Super Chat, Cash App, however you want to do it. I thank you all for doing it. Um, if you want this I have on my head, the 1776 with the star. Or this one right here with the with the nice flag. You can get it in a snapback like I have. Or the trucker. You can go to ablmerch.com. And if you want these flags, they're available through the link in the description box at BHE Designs. So the flag link in the box. Well, <laughs> the hat flag link in the box and the wooden flag link are also in the box below. I'll put them right here in the chat so they're easy to see for you guys. But we got super chats on deck. I'm going to get to those right quick. Before we continue on with the show and get to the calls, we get to the calls at about um, what time? At about nine o'clock Eastern. We're at about eight forty-seven right now, so we're doing pretty good with time. Alrighty, and let's get to the hat link right quick. See if I can just pull that up real fast. And you guys are the are the best. Like I said, you're the best audience on the entire internet. In case, in case you don't know, you guys are the best. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I'm gonna tell you that all the time. What's my mic? This is a, um, how, what, what's it called? It's a Rode Pod mic. I may sell these two eventually, but that's a Rode Pod mic. Alrighty, let me see. Shout out to Zachary Titian. 
If I'm butchering that every time I say it, sir, because I've seen that before, I'm sorry. Don't blame me. Blame the white man. But anyway, Zachary says, thoughts on Dr. Cornell West and Killer Mike, pro-life progressive here, hate Democrat Party, as there are a bunch of pro-choice Republicans. Uh, keep up the good work. Hey, thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Now, um, Cornell West, I don't know a lot about him as far as his recent stance. I know that I saw him debate Leo Terrell, also a Democrat, and he got washed like a pair of dirty drawers in the washing machine that's been talking for like three years. You understand what I'm saying? He got washed, unfortunately for him. <laughs> um, but that, that tells you right there that I'm not totally against, you know, people that are identifying as liberal or progressive or moderate because Leo Terrell is a Democrat and he did a very good job. Leo Terrell has been impressing me lately over on Fox. You know, I can respect him for his point of view and shout out to, and also Killer Mike. Uh, I don't really know about him either. I know that um, I, I don't like his anti-police stance. You know, I, I, he's one of those guys that is too much of a fence rider for me. So I'm not necessarily the biggest fan. He'll say some right things occasionally. So I'll give him credit for that. But generally, I'm not really a big fan. Thank you to Apu Bakar Al Puff Daddy, who says, May God rest the souls of Sequoia Turner, Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr., David Dorn, David Patrick Underwood, Italia Marie Kelly, David McAtee, Chris Beattie, Jose Gutierrez, their lives matter. 1,000%. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. He also says, hey, ABLK Kerpie, let me get that um, me get that pie all day long. Apple pie or pumpkin pie. He also says, hey, ABL, Mahomes, 50 million, oh, Mahomes, uh, half a billion dollar contract thoughts. Um, this is going to be kind of a hot take, but I think Mahomes is going to be the next um, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, and we'll go, we'll see in the future what happens. We'll come back to this video and then you'll say that I'm right. Hopefully I'm wrong, but I'm probably right. Now I'll say Mahomes is an excellent quarterback. Don't get it twisted. As was Ka Kaepernick was an excellent quarterback too. But Mahomes is way far above and beyond um, Kaepernick ever was. But Mahomes is also an SJW. He put out that video of the guys talking about Black Lives Matter I can't breathe, all that kind of stuff. He was the main guy in that video. Remember that. You know, I spoke about that on the show before. So now you got, you know, $500 million or up to $500 million. You may do the same thing that Kaepernick did just in the NFL rather than being out of the NFL doing it there. That's just my humble opinion. Hopefully I'm wrong, but I think that I could be right. All right. He also says, Hey, ABL, loved you. Shout out to Papa Shango last week. Who's your favorite old school pro wrestler? Hogan, Flair, uh, Junkyard Dog, Road Warriors, Kamala. Um, I, I answered this earlier in the chat, but I really enjoyed uh, Junkyard Dog. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was my guy back in WCW. Uh, but Ultimate Warrior, I was a big Ultimate Warrior fan back in the day. I watched the match on pay-per-view, barely. It was like Fuzzy TV, you know what I'm talking about. I was watching it. And when he got put into the casket and they had to drill the holes in it to get him air, I'm like five years old. I thought he was dead. I thought he was going to die in the casket. I was like, please get him out the casket. Just get him some air. I, I might have been like eight, seven. I was a little kid when I saw that. But yeah, Ultimate Warrior, may he rest in peace, was probably my favorite back then. But Hogan, obviously, everybody liked Hogan. Andre the Giant, 
Flair was cool, but really Ultimate Warrior was my guy. And Macho Man Randy Savage. Now I look back on it, they did them promos, high on cocaine, but it was great for me back then because they had a lot of energy. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little kid. I don't know what's going on. This is like the 80s, 90s. I don't know what's happening. But I look back on it right now. I mean, you're talking about eyes this big, people's dilated. That's that cocaine, but it did a very good promo. But anyway, yeah, kids don't do drugs because you're the one to end up like, unfortunately, uh, Ultimate Warrior and Savage both died. Thank you to Shot in Front of Cheap Sheets who says, shame on Snoop Dogg for not putting Justin Lee Peterson and ABO on his honor roll. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I, J JLP and me uh, put Magnificent, put Brandon Tatum, Derek Gradenigo. I can go on. Damani Felder, put all kind of guys on there. Topher, put, up, put all of us on there. Matter of fact, he should do, what he should do is a, 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 a coon, what they say, a, a, a coon bunch image every week to promote us. Yeah, that, that'd be fine. Because people that have brains know that that's not what's going on, that we're really good people. And the more he does that, the more people can look at us and see what we say and get exposed. Because a lot of people that follow rappers and stuff like that are not exposed to anybody like me or anybody else. So it is what it is. Yeah, Roddy Piper, of course, was great. 1,000%. All right. Shout out to New Level Auto who says... Save Mount Rushmore. Exactly. Please save Mount Rushmore because it's in danger. They're talking about, you know, throwing a bomb up there, TNT. It's like, man, come on. And the same thing with Stone Mountain. And people talking about, put the Confederate statues in the museum. You're going to put this big rock in, in a museum? How are you going to hide Stone Mountain? This, this is like six stories tall. What are you going to... That's like a museum itself. <laughs> How are you going to hide that, sir? But anyway... Shout out to Leo Mozino who says that Cowboys at the church attacking the mother and kids. I saw that. That was really crazy. Um, now, the church, long story short, the church had some kind of AR-15 giveaway, if I'm not mistaken. And people, this is in Troy, New York, not far from Albany, like right next to Albany, across the river from Albany. And this is a small church. You had some, quote unquote, BLM people go up there and protest the church. It's like, what are we, why, why are you in church protesting? This is a small church. It might be like, you know, 25 people in there. It, it was a small church. What are you there for? Crazy. Thank you to that you, could, that you pick lady who says speech is not hate crime. Once it is, we are in deep crap. Exactly. Thank you for that. Take it to Brian Bradford, who says, ABA, what do you think about raising the voting age to close closer to the average age of the fully developed brain? I think where it is right now is fine. Honestly, do. I think we shouldn't change it because if you change it now, it could be changed again later. Let's have that kind of be things kind of set in stone and not altered at all. Because, you know, at one point you could be 18 years old. Well, back in the day, at least nowadays it's different. But back in the day, you could be 18 years old and have a wife and kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and really be a goddess out there. You could be joining the military, fighting in the war, all that kind of stuff at 18 years old. So I think it's fine. Um, don't change it because if you change it, then it can be changed again. Then they're going to try to lower it next time to like 16 or something stupid like that. But anyway, thank you to Andrea Timmers who says, ABL appreciates you and your hard work. Thank you for that. Thank you to Shelly Richards who says, you make more sense than anyone. 
Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for your very kind words and your donation. Thank you to Justice Smith, who says, you ever going to go on JLP following state show? i love to. I met him in Nashville, actually. Um, he has, like, like I said before, like the old uncle type presence. Like, if you were to try to fight JLP, you would get stopped into wine. He's like 70 years old. We got that old man's strength, 1,000%. So shout out to him. I love to be on the show. Thank you to Praying for the Rapture, who says, ABL, thanks for giving Wednesday a purpose. Love everything you do. Well, thank you for your very kind words and your donation. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you to the Groundhog, who says, ABL, I watched two hours of you and Destiny, where he treats you like you're a part of a group and not as an individual. That's what we do definition of racism. Peace. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate you. Yeah, that, that debate... I get asked about that debate like all the time and I'm in public, you know, uh, emails, all, the, all that kind of stuff. And um, that's what I see a lot from the left. That's how they think. That's why I left the left, because there's no individuality. It's all about, well, you're part of this group, so you're going to do this. It's like, well, isn't that racism? I think Destiny doesn't even understand that. He thinks that what he's doing is right and is, and is noble. But really, the white liberal like him and a white supremacist are the same. A white supremacist thinks that blacks are in a particular box and they have no redemption qualities. They're going to be better than the blacks ever could be. And there's no hope. The white liberal thinks that the blacks are going to be over here. That's going to be where they are. And there's no hope except for whites coming to save the day, except for whites making the rules for blacks. So then when I say, hey, I don't want to do what you're saying. I want to do this. I'm not oppressed. I'm good. My family's good. We're all individuals. He doesn't want to accept it because in his mind, he thinks that he is the key to salvation for the black people. That's what he thinks. But a white supremacist is like, I don't want to be your salvation. I don't care about you. I hate you. You know, that's kind of what it is. You see, they're, they're the same, but they see the, the condition of black people just the same but different. They want a different solution to the problem that they see. Basically, that's what's going on. But the reality is just live and let live. Let's do our own thing. That's it. You know, shout out to Dime Rule who says, keep it up with the emoji. Thank you for that. Thank you to Brian Nolan who says, let's all to ABL to show our love. Come on, you bums. Do it now. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you to the matchup who says, did you see the new Batwoman is being played by a black woman? This will be considered stunning and brave by the left and not blackwashing, of course. I, I didn't see that, but I'm not surprised. They're also going to do a black version of the Wonder Years. And my thing is, why do we have to do this? What's the purpose? Like, why not just make original programming? Why you got to, like, put a black person in place of a white person? Why do that? I don't, I don't want to see a black Beethoven or something like that. Just make somebody else honor somebody else i just don't i don't i don't like that it's that it's not stunning and brave just create new content create original content you know what i'm saying like when I, i'll move on from that thank you for that i may do a video about that actually you know that's because I, I, I talked about that for a little while thank you to battle him 63 who says put the statues in the museum and they want to burn the museums exactly they really just want to erase history so they can rewrite it to their narrative. Bingo. You hit the nail on the head. Thank you for that. Thank you to Sherry R. Campbell, who says, God bless you. You are a patriot with common sense and logic. Thank you. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you to Oz V, who says, CNN stands for Communist News Network all day long. Thank you to Battle 63, who says, 
Many Norwegians buy in Sweden because of high costs. Thank you to I only speak meme. <laughs> Great name who says four more memes, four more memes. Kanye 2020 with the celebration in Mojeki for that. Thank you to Jeremiah B who says, did you see Doug Gottlieb blast Black Lives Matter and expose Stephen Jackson after he defended Deshaun Jackson tweet that was anti-Semitic from Hitler? Do a video. I, I did not see Doug Gottlieb's response, but I'm gonna check it out. Thank you to Mr. Angry who says Don Lemon is a tragic clown. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you to Tony B who says you are appreciated. Thank you for your very kind words and your donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Retro Gamer 81 who says when life gives you Don Lemons, make hate or aid. <laughs> Thank you to Vicky Cozy for becoming an ABO superstar. Thank you to Sharon61 Sunshine who says Thanks with the emoji. Thank you to Mr. Tix who says, who is going to investigate the Momentum Community Organization? Not heard of them before. What is your thoughts on this? Look it up if you have it. Keep it up, ABL. Will do. Thank you for your donation. Thank you to OMG, LOL, WTF, hilarious, who says, Don Lemon. Thank you to Matthew Phillips who says, birthday party, hashtag 2020 vision, Democrats ain't laughing now. <laughs> exactly. Thank you to World of Zap, who said, thank you, ABL. Thank you for your donation. Thank you to Not Of This World for the 100 donation. Thank you to Santo Bartes, who says, Kaepernick documentary will be 30 minutes of him complaining about racism and five hours of him throwing interceptions. Hilarious. Disney throwing money away. Yeah, but you know what? This is an SJW pool. This, this is something that they're doing to, to appease that kind of crowd. That's what's going on. They're losing money from their parks. They want to be seen as woke. They're trying to cash in on wokeness. That's what's going on. And they're also trying to sow division because that makes some money. Thank you to Chia Bead for the thumbs up. Thank you to Orlando who says, one question, will Kaepernick give up his wealth in the name of social justice? No. <laughs> He's trying to get more wealth from social justice, not less. Thank you to William Cork for the thumbs up donation. Thank you to Valerie for the flex um, emoji. Thank you to Strong and Grand, who says T.I. needs to focus on fixing Wakanda, quote unquote, instead of beefing with other people on Instagram. An eight year old girl got shot over all that protesting. Exactly. Thank you for that. Oh, and I have a suspect in the case of Sequoia Turner, black guy, of course, with a gun. White supremacy, whatever. Thank you to, let me see. Um, Let me see. Oh, I, I went way too far down. Let me go back to where I was at. All right. And thank you all for joining. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. Thank you to uh, Matthew Keehan, who says, keep doing what you do. Love your show. Thank you for that. Thank you to Not Of This World. Thank you to Tree, who says, great videos. Thank you. Much love and blessings. Thank you to GX Cutlet, who says, how to watch CNN because obscure how do i send in obscure currencies you got to be probably in that country to send in obscure currencies if i'm not mistaken maybe you could use a vpn i don't know how that really works so don't don't get me to lying thank you to not of this world who says thank you for your service to humanity thank you to orlando who says snoop dogg has bragged about pimping out women spoken and selling weed and appeared in many girls gone wild videos in the mid to late 1990s I do not want to hear his view on how to make the world a better place. Bingo. Boom. You guys are on it today. Thank you to Meme JPEG who says, I think the birthday party is a bad choice in name because it's a joke, which is okay now. But if he runs again in 2024, it will not feel right. Expect it better from Kanye and Elon. They're smart dudes. But I don't think Kanye is really serious politically. 
you just kind of exploring things, having fun, not really serious. Thank you to Johnny Batter for the donation. Thank you to Nikola Tesla, who says 9-11 was an inside job. Thank you to Jay Fretless, who says keep up the great work. Thank you to Joyce Redland, who says left is only motivated by their TDS. It's cult mentality. Thank you to Demonic Loki, who says I'm worried how fast cancel culture is moving forward. Thank you to Poofy, who says, hey, watch your debate versus Destiny. You won. Destiny thinks that more policy can save poor people when policy is what made people poor in the first place, his post-game freakout was beta AF. <laughs> yeah, that, that freakout was funny. That was that was a funny part. I wanted to leave that in there to show you guys what's going on with guys like that. That was really funny. Thank you to Ronald Parnell, who says, Don Lemon saying lives like Sequoia Turner aren't what BLM is about is disgusting. ABL, are you planning on coming to Parlor soon? Probably not. Thank you for your donation. Thank you to Silent and Strong, who says, what size is the flag behind you? ABL for prayers. This is a large size. I think it's 48 by 26. But if you go to the website in the box, it'd be large. Thank you to Double O Tyrone for the, the birthday cake uh, emoji donation. Thank you to Cal Thompson for the thanks for being you emoji donation. Thank you to Rogers, the urban legend who says, I love how one of the smartest black men in Hollywood also played the presidency in idiocracy. The president in idiocracy. Yeah, Terry Crews. LOL, keep up the good work. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Monster Blood who says, remember when Trump was on WWE? I do remember that. That was a, a hilarious uh, episode. Thank you to C uh, Rail C2018 who says, "Hey Anthony, first time watching your live stream. Do you think that there is still a peaceful resolution to all the rioting and protests, or has that ship sailed?" Love to know your thoughts. That ship sailed a long time ago. Only thing you could do right now is just enforce the rule of law. So if you got to get arrested, get your head busted, whatever, that's going to be the resolution. It won't be any more peace. What can the only thing you can do is try to like negotiate, but we don't do that. We don't, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Okay, like it, they're, they're breaking the law, go to jail. It's simple as that. Thank you to Cal Thompson who says, do you read Thomas Hole? Yes, I do, of course. Thank you to Alden Duffield for becoming an ABO superstar, a member of the channel. Thank you to Ethel Palmer who says, God bless you, my brother. I, I love you, U.S. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Demonic Loki who says, Democrats bigger threat to U.S. than terrorism was 1,000%. All day long. Thank you to Kim B who says, Doug Gottlieb destroyed BLM and exposed Stephen Jackson. Hypocrisy today. Please look this up and do a video. My job was dropped. I'm going to look it up because <laughs> you're you, you selling it to me real good. I'm going to look it up for sure. Thank you to Sherry who says, we are blessed to have you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for your very kind words and your donation. Thank you to Rob Black AF Live who says, I'm just a brother trying to help with another brother. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. And we got calls to get to you guys are fantastic the best audience on the internet so if you don't know what the number is the number to call is 434-658-1220 again 434-658-1220 i gotta get skype up and running if it wants to act properly that'd be great all righty now let's see let's go ahead and get into it make sure my skype and everything is situated properly and, and we'll get rocking and rolling straight from the jump. Let's see. Nippin, what's happening? It would be another night off no no show. You're, you're on now, man. What's going on? 
Um, yeah, I, I really do understand that the lines are packed. Alrighty, so, man. Yeah. First off, Snoop Dogg, thank you. Thank you very much for effectively winning Trump every single black vote around the US. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Snoop Dogg for basically getting Trump re-elected. I think there will be many more people that see people that he posted on his Instagram and be curious to see what's going on and then they may go the other direction. Imagine if some left, imagine if some registered Democrats actually do that. Registered black Democrats. It, it could happen. Yeah, it could. Red pill the Democratic Party. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, I mean, like, I have no problem with people who disagree with me. In fact, I welcome it. Um, for example, I go to a gym and one of the members is a hardcore left. It's like, hey, Trump, hey, Trump. Um, like anyone but Trump. Like, yeah, you know what? You know exactly the type of person I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I know them all day long. So, yeah. But when I told him that I was a Trump supporter, you might think he would say, never talk to me again. You're a racist. But he was like, Okay, but we will never agree on anything. I mean, we had debate, but you know what separates this leftist from other leftists? Was that? He doesn't hate me for who I support. Well, that's, that's good. We need more of that because I feel like... I mean, I mean me and him will never, we will never see eye to eye, but we respect each other's views. That's good. So, yeah, um... Did, and now there are some things on my side of the Atlantic as well, which have been pushing Boz. Now, apparently, mermaids are racist. Uh, mermaids are racist? Really? Yep. Okay, so what, what is racist about a mermaid? I'm trying to figure that out right now. Did you not see that the, the statue of the Little Mermaid in Copenhagen was vandalized? In fact, I'm... Oh, my God. Really? Let, let, let the me Little Mermaid? Yep. Yep. Let, let me let me bring it up for you. Um, here we go. Can you see it? Um. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna put it on my screen so it can be a little bit bigger. So when, when was it? Um. Okay. Oh yeah, I did see that. Now I was I was looking at that before, and I didn't even pay any mind. I didn't know what that was. I was like, why are they saying racist fish? I don't understand. It was weird. <laughs> well, because. Half fish, half human. I mean, how is that racist? I don't, I don't get it. Maybe something to do with the author. Uh, this, this is, this is crazy. Yeah, man. Um, the world has gone to the dogs. Um, so, Kaepernick signing for Disney. Oh my God, something I loved growing up. And now they want to make a, they want to make an, you know, Elsa from Frozen. They want to make her LGBT. Um, man, this is crazy. But you know, the, 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 the worst part about this is that you're going to have kids that are being influenced by this stuff because they, 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 they're not just adults watching this, obviously Frozen. This is a thing for kids. So I don't think that kids should be exposed to that kind of material. I mean, if I was director of Frozen... I would not have this on my watch. I, there would be no... Put, put, there would Okay, maybe a gay character, 
But I wouldn't make any royal character gay. Because it just, you know, ends the whole storyline. Yeah, like... The like, whole bloodline. There shouldn't be any sexuality like that in any children's thing. Because now we're, we're getting into confusion. And you got to have parents have really tough conversations with their kids that they don't want to have. They shouldn't be having at a very early age. Yeah, man. Um... All right, I have, I have like, like no time. So you got like one more topic. It got to be real quick. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Don Lemon has... No, I don't know enough about that. Okay. Yes, free at all. Yeah, 4th of July. 4th of July. Um, I was celebrating... We don't do that here. But a lot of people went out because it was... It was the day all the pubs reopened, so in a way, it was independence. <laughs> that's good. So, so yeah, that's that. Um, and yeah, and that um, gun couple um, in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Exactly. But it shows that they've had enough. What? One hundred percent correct, man. But hey, I got a lot of calls on the line, so I'm gonna get to a few more. Thank you for the call as always. With you, ABL. All right, man. Take take care. I shall speak to you on Sunday. Sunday, your time. Saturday, my time. I got you, boss. Yep, I'll speak to you then. All righty, man. Take care. Peace. Peace. Thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. If you are listening on the audio streaming platform, go ahead. Give me that five-star rating. Uh, the like, the share, whatever you can do where you're listening to me yet, that'd be fantastic. All right, let's get to the next call. The number to call is always in the description box and also in the ticker at a certain point as it moves along. The number to call is 434-658-1220. you're on line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony. Actually, uh, my name is Anthony. I called in on uh, 4th of July uh, on your last stream. Um, how you doing, man? Everything's right, good, man. Can't complain. What's happening? <clears throat> really good. I'm, I'm doing good. Um, so the last call I actually called, my, one of my main points was that I'm, I'm displeased with Trump's inaction. Uh, and when I looked back at the comments of my call, I saw a lot of uh, people saying that um, I'm not really making sense. And actually, I agree with them. Uh, on the 4th of July, <laughs> I was a little bit tipsy. Oh, uh, man, so that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a big time no-no, man, calling into a show when you've been drinking because you're going to say things you regret. I didn't say, actually, I didn't say anything I didn't regret. Actually, I just did not make enough of a point, and I want to make a point this time. But actually, I want to ask you because I'm also um, open to – look, I, 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 I know I, I – how can I – let me make my point. I, I, I would have liked to have seen Trump send in the Fed, send in the Army – Quicker than um, you know, I, I, than than he he has. I, like I, my last point uh, last week was that I don't think he's doing enough quickly enough, uh, and he's also sitting back while while cities burn and people are being murdered. And I would like to see these fires, uh, uh, quote unquote, you know, uh, not quote unquote, but uh, metaphorical fires or chaos is in these states be extinguished faster um but i also know i i know his his what he's playing is he wants to sit back and let the democratic states destroy themselves and i totally understand that 
but I also um, am open to, uh, you know, learning, and I'm also open to being wrong. So what do you think, um, like, how, how um, do you think, oh, man, <laughs> so, so another, I'm, I'm getting all befuddled here. Um, uh, all right, man, we live on the air. Oh, no, he hung up. No, <laughs> it's all right, man. Hey, it's okay. You call back, call back next time, man. We get you on the air. It'll be all right. <laughs> it's all right, man. Okay, let's get to the next call. All right, calling on the line. Who am I speaking to? 617? Hello? Yes. Just, Hello? Yes, yeah, yes. This is, this, is, this is Mr. Anthony. It is. Who, you, who am I speaking to? Is this Ivan? What's going on, man? Say, say what you got to say. Man, you, 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 you rocking with all those videos, man. 200, what, uh, 200,000 uh, viewers? Uh, the one that you say for the uh, black, uh, the black militia group. Uh, it's it's doing very well. I appreciate it's that. Doing very well. You, you gotta keep selling that. I understand. So, what about the white militia group that went into the building uh, uh, where the governor was in uh, Michigan? What about them? You, uh, they, were, they were terrorizing. Why you didn't why you didn't call them out? They were terrorizing. They yeah, they were inside the building though. How how was the it terrorizing? Had to lock the, well, I mean, you go inside a, a building where the governor is and the, the lieutenant governor, you got uh, the, uh, the board directors, you, you know, you, you got the committee, you, you got all these people working and they have to lock the doors because they were terrorizing with the guns, they were with the machine guns. Inside. Well, it's, it's legal to carry weapons out there, so it's not yeah, terrorism. But inside, so, but that's, the, that's a militia group, though. That's, that's, that's the same thing. I mean, how is it a militia group? Because you you got a weapons and you're terrorizing people inside. But, but wait a minute, wait wait wait. If it's legal to carry guns, then what's the problem? Well, uh, so so why you why are you complaining about the black militia group that were legal carrying guns? But what, what did I say about them? You say that the world you shouldn't Thank be you. asking people, telling people what they're doing. That's a terrorizing. Well, I didn't say that. I didn't it. say that. So not now you lying. You, that's what you say. That's no, what I you didn't. Say. You're lying. I did not say that. No, no, that's what you said. Somebody else may have said that, but my, I said, wait, 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 wait. Now you lying. So don't don't make up stuff. You, you you saw the video was uploaded, but you didn't even watch the video. I didn't say that. I actually was saying, hey, I'm I, my whole thing was, why are you protesting this rock? Okay, don't protest a rock and don't be a LARPer. Don't have no 22 long rifle with a jam in it. My whole thing was, if you're going to do something like that, have that same energy for the inner city in Atlanta, zone three and zone six, rather than it being way out there in Stone Mountain in the suburbs where anybody yet with no police barely protesting the rock. I was saying they could they could have the right to bear arms. I supported that one hundred percent. My whole thing was it just having their energy focus in the wrong place. I didn't say they were terrorizing anybody. Now you lying. Don't lie on me, sir. You full of shit, <laughs> Wait, hey, you can't cuss on the show. Don't don't get hung up on. I can I can say what I want. I can say what I want. Like I got, I got wait, 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 wait. They got freedom of speech. I got freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want. Simple as that. They can say whatever they want too. So it's the same thing. Freedom of speech is a two way street. Locked their doors because they were scared with there were people with weapons that the police could even control. Okay, now wait a minute. Is it illegal? Is it illegal to carry guns out there? Yes or no? No, it's not illegal. So what's the problem? All right, so look, if you, if you're scared, that's your problem. But I'm not doing anything illegal. Nobody got arrested, did they? But, but, did, did, but, wait, wait, but, did anybody but, get arrested? Did anybody? 
sir. If you can't just shut up, I'm gonna just hang up the phone and get to my next call. But did anybody get arrested up there, in Michigan? But do you? No, no, neither, neither. So, so it's legal to carry your weapon. Nobody got arrested. What are you talking about? You said the militia group were terrorizing people in the vehicles. Because no, I did not say that. People. I did not say you that. Did say that I did okay, not me, say that. I'm, I'm, matter of fact, how much you want to bet? You want to put money on it? Matter, matter of fact, okay, just just shut up for a minute. Do you want to bet some money that I said, what you, what you said I said? $1,000 right now. I'll bet you $1,000 right now in my pocket that I did not say that. Or do Man, you want to take the bet? I already know I listen. I know your Want to take the bet? Want to take the bet? To promote your All right. Um, I'm going to give you one last chance to be quiet while I'm talking. Do you want to take that bet? Do you want to take the bet? $1,000 right now, live on air, in front of the whole world. That's watching that I did not say anything about anybody getting terrorized in their car out there in Stone Mountain. Your job, your job is to. All right. Have a nice day. <laughs> Shout out to um, Ivan. Ivan need to stop getting high before you take before you put up the phone and start calling. Nah, I ain't said they were terrorizing anybody. People were saying that, but I didn't say that because I didn't even see it from that point of view because. The one guy that they talked to in the van, it was pretty cool. It was pretty chill. I was, um, and I made a comment about him dual wielding. One guy had two rifles in his hands. Like, not like Wolfenstein like this, like one, one in each hand. He was carrying two rifles like this. It's like, how are you going to shoot with that? Like, what are you, what are you even doing? Is, is this dual wielding? And then the guy in the car was asking questions, and it was pretty cool. I'm like, some of these guys are LARPers because they were. You know, you got guys that had jammed up rifles, all kind of crazy equipment on, uh, plate carriers with no plates in it, just LARPing, ridiculous stuff, live action role playing. And then you had some guys that were real military, like some real dudes that were trained. And it was one guy that um, was from other BLM protests that would just kind of go around and antagonize people. You had people that, like, that were like that in there. But I didn't say anything about getting terrorized in their car. I didn't say that. Maybe they were doing that, but I didn't say it. Let's get to the next call. 805, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? 805, if you're talking, I can't hear you. All right, let's get to the next call. 704, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony. This is Janet calling from North Carolina. I just wanted to share a, a, a quick wrestling trauma story from my childhood with you. Do you remember when the uh, uh, Randy Savage jumped down onto that midget rep manager? Yeah, I remember that. Him? Yep. Yeah, I, I I thought that was real, and I, I hated Randy Savage <laughs> ever after. <laughs> Thank <laughs> <no> good night. <laughs> All right, now. All right, have a good one. Same to you. <laughs> yeah, wrestling back then, that, the golden years, like in the eighties, early nineties, up until like. 97, 98, and then like the Raw and Nitro, like those are some good times. All right, let's get to the next call. 612, you're on the line, who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Jonathan from Georgia. All righty, man, what's going on? Hey, so I just had a question. You've heard of the, the thing going on in Georgia called the Georgia Guidestone? Have you heard of that? I've heard of that, yes. 
Okay. Do you know anything about that and what it's about? It talks about, like, minimizing the population down to, like, 500 million people or something like that, and it has written in, like, nine languages. Have you heard anything about that? I have heard about it. Yeah, man. I just thought it was very strange that, like, somebody wrote that, and apparently the person who did it, like, doesn't want to be known, and, like, their name is hidden and all that, and I think it's some weird, like, kind of globalist-like stuff. But I also want to talk about that militia group a little bit. That militia group literally told a white guy, it ain't safe for white people here. And I didn't hear the Michigan people say that it ain't safe for black folks here. They said they can't tell to defend people of all colors, right? But that other group talked about telling a white dude it ain't safe to be there. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, you had guys in there that were definitely threatening people for sure. That's, that's, a, that's a fact. Yeah, man, and they're dressed like, I mean, they didn't look like, they look like they were, like, actually, like, a part of, like, a military group. They were, like, all organized. Like, the guys from Michigan were dressed in, like, street clothes with, like, vests they bought at their local Salvation Army. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the group out there, the group out there in Georgia, I feel like were just way overdressed for the occasion. Um, One, one thing I didn't say in my video was that it was, like, 90-something degrees, and I live down here close to Georgia, probably about two hours away from that, where that was, and it's hot. I mean, you're talking about it's 95 degrees, middle of the, uh, the afternoon. You have on all black, uh, long sleeve coats. Like some guys actually passed out from heat exhaustion and ironically enough got. Oh, really? Yeah, they got um, rescued by police and EMT and sent to the hospital. Wow. So they actually got help from probably the people that they were protesting in, in a sense. Correct. Well, hey, man, I love all your videos. I just found you. I introduced you to my mother-in-law, my dad, and everybody. Man, I like all your videos. I watch every single one. I appreciate what you do, man. And thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thanks, brother. All right, shout out to the caller. All righty. Now, let's get to the next call here. Let's go 323. You know the line? Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? Oh, this is Brandon. All right, Brandon, what's going on? How's it going, ABL? Uh, love the show. Thank you. I'm out in uh, California. I just wanted to say the, thanks for putting a light on the uh, the murder of Shakori Turner because uh, that I think you were the first person to actually cover it. Cover it besides the local news there. And I looked on you know CNN, MSN, Fox, and you were the first one to get it. So. Kudos to you, and I just wish that it didn't take a day or two for the larger networks to get it. But it's just a shame what's going on today with all this uh, this violence, especially in Atlanta, in Chicago, and uh, you know, just just crazy times. But uh, I love this show. Thanks for uh, you know we watch every day, and uh, just wanted to say keep keep it up and uh, you know keep keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate it. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. Take it easy, my man. All right. Shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet. All right. Call you on our line. 447. Who am I speaking to? Hello, mate. It's uh, Jordan. All righty. Coming Hello. from Australia? Hello, mate. I was just watching your uh, show. I'm a big fan from the UK. UK? Yeah, and uh, I just wanted to ask, uh, uh, what's the big fascination with, with like race with the media? Like, why is everything about race nowadays? I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. Because, like, because, divi because, everything? because division 
increases yeah. ratings is is good for is good for TV. That's that's the main thing. Yeah, and, and then don't they think that that has like the side effects of you know destroying lives, killing children and whatnot? Like I can't justify that. You know what I mean? I, I mean I, I agree with you. We're we're on the same page with that. But see. Yeah. Those of us that have yeah. sense like that aren't always the ones making decisions. And then beyond just the media wanting to engage in it for, you know, money's sake, it's also a thing that's taught from a young age. Yeah. People don't want to be racist. They want to overcompensate and then wind up being racist. And you got kids that are growing up. Yeah, kids that are growing yeah. up from like, um, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, from when they're like small children being taught this kind of thing in school. They're taught it in their mm-hmm. environments where they live, in the certain cities they taught it. So they grow up thinking this way and they want a certain kind of media to reflect that. And then the media, they buy into it. So it just kind of mm-hmm. all feeds each other. And then you have everything to be about race all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because from where I'm standing, like I went to pretty much an all white school. There was only like two black kids in this class and they were treated the exact same as everyone else. So like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get the whole narrative. I don't know what the end goal is. Like, what what do you think the, the actual end goal is? Like, what's their what's the end goal for their agenda? Like, if if they were to win, like, what would happen in your opinion? Um, there is no end goal because with these people, there's never an ending in sight. It's always about yeah. just continuously what they say progressing to the next thing. Just mm-hmm. like with the whole Confederate flag and Confederate monument issue. There's no end game there because some people say, well, the end game is to get them to go to the museum and just to have that piece of history gone. No, there is no end game. They're going to keep on going so they can't go anymore. First, it'll be the Confederate statues. Then it'll be the, you know, Washington, Jefferson. Then it'll be Martin Luther King. Then it'll be everything. Then it'll be anything that's considered to be offensive. It's like like one big communist society where everyone's told what to do, where to go. Correct. The end game, do you think? Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a scary situation. <laughs> yeah, I uh, mean... Anyway, mate, uh, thanks for letting me call in. Big fun. Thank but, you. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right, a shout-out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up, like the video, share the video. Do all that good stuff. And if you are a first-time viewer or for some reason you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe right now. Um, when you subscribe, click the bell as well. When you do that, you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. All righty, let's go ahead and get into it. 646, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello, is this Anthony's line? Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Can't complain. How about yourself? That's great. I'm watching you on the screen right now. You know, I'm just um, listening to the chat. So I thought you were live. I guess it was a couple of minutes well, before. I, I, I'm, I'm live right now, but there is a delay. So don't look at the chat, please. Okay. Um, that's great. Um, I, wow. That's so cool. I thought I was going to talk to like a secretary or something. No, nah, no. Nah, you, you're on live right now. So what's happening? What's on your mind? So this is on my mind. We were talking about wrestling. You were just talking about wrestling from the 80s. Yeah. Do you have some favorites? It's a lot of guys, really. I mean, I was a big fan of Hogan, of course. Ultimate Warrior. You know, Jake the, the Snake. Yeah, Jake, Jake the Snake. Jake the Dog. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, I miss it so much. On my mind, I'm, on New York, I'm in New York City right now, and um, – I have a real problem with my with my school and everything that you've been saying um, with children. 
and that seems to be the target. So that really is upsetting. And when I see it, when um, you give it into children's hands, you have to teach them before you give it to them. And if they don't know what they're doing, it's really upsetting, Anthony. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So um, it comes down from a big thing to a small thing, but it's so upsetting. Now, I understand 100%. And, you know, these people don't really seem to understand that or grasp it like we do. We understand what's going on, but a lot of these people, or maybe they think we don't know, but they know what's going on. But I think when people Anthony, start to stand up. I know up, you don't let me curse. I know you don't let me please, curse. Please, please don't. <laughs> please don't curse. I know I won't. My equity coach, I'm afraid that they're going to make me take a knee. And I'm afraid that if I don't take a knee, I'm going to lose my job, man. Mm. What would you do? Okay, so I don't understand why you need to take a knee. Like, I, I don't really get that part of it. I think, I think it's kind of like, okay, we're on board. And um, that's, um, you know what? Uh, Anthony, they had, we ended our school year in such a bad note because the teachers a select group of them that were very young threw everyone underneath the bus and had the children play pawns. They used the children as pawns in their own righteous, ridiculous way. And it was so upsetting. And now I understand that, but I have training in, in New York City for equity. So they, they already said that I have to admit that I'm racist before we can make anything better. Wow. I have to admit it unless we can move forward. And if I say that I'm not, then I'm a bona fide. It doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like, like they're, they're making you say a thing that you're not. I, I just don't understand they, what, you know. They made us say our preferred pronouns. I had to say that I was a he. Wow. Next. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're in Alabama or Tennessee? Tennessee. Oh, man, I wish. Yeah, so it's... Nice. It, in the Blue Ridge? I'm, I'm right here. Right right here in it. It's, it's beautiful, man. It's, it's great. I'm sorry to talk so much, Anthony. No, I understand, man. You know, people... I know people that are living in New York right now in Jersey. They're, they're coming down here. They're, they're leaving because it's like you can't... At a, at a certain point, it's like, what can you do, you know? Move to the hills. Right. <laughs> it's it's really upsetting, and it, there's no need for it, you know? But like you said, that people don't understand, fully grown adults, how dare them? Right. Yeah, they, they, they totally understand, but they're, they're, it's like they're making you submit to their will. Dude, it's not even a black or white thing. You know, and it is a black and white thing. Oh, there you are. All right, so I'm like, um, all right. It's horrible. It's an immaturity thing. It's really immature. And um, I don't blame them, I wish. I hear you, man. But hey, I, I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Hopefully you're able to kind of escape and, you know, go somewhere better. You know what? This is where I'm from. This is my home ground. This is where I put my feet. I don't need to go anywhere. 
it's just saddens me. And I'm, I don't need to, but I understand completely, you know, and it's shameful and it's refreshing to hear you talk, man. Thank you so much for your channel. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Good night, Anthony. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. People are leaving. They've, they've had enough of the, the ridiculousness from uh, de Blasio and the whole squad. All right, Jordan, what's happening? Yo, ABO, what up? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Uh, that's good. Um, you know, uh, it's very interesting, the whole Don Lemon uh, interview, pretty much admitting what we all knew. Um, it's kind of like Animal Farm for black people. Uh, <laughs> black lives matter, but some black lives matter more than others. That, that, that's right. That's right. 100%. That, that was good, man. You, you, good, you good with stuff like that. Yeah, I was just thinking about that a while ago. Um, I can't see my thing. Um, but it's really interesting because I don't I, I have a slight disagreement with you. I don't think Black Lives Matter even knows what Black Lives Matter is about. Because mm. I'm seeing Don Lemon say one about it's about police brutality. <laughs> and then I see like Ben Dixon uh, pontificating on the Internet talking about preserving black lives. That was his own, yeah. own work. <laughs> And I see you, the Black Lives Matter website, and then you got people who just want systemic racism solved, all that stuff, and then people who just want to loot and steal and wreck stuff up. I don't think Black Lives Matter even knows what it's about at this point. Yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from with that. But um, I think what you have are like little splinter cells of people. They got their own kind of thing going on. But the, the people that really run it, they know exactly what's going on, and they know that all they need to do is get people that are just on board to create a bunch of uh, mayhem to get their agenda accomplished. People that are just, you know, blind supporters have no idea because they're not reading the website. People don't read much. I read, yeah. all, I read all day, every day. People don't generally read. People have a hard time knowing the difference between there and there. So they don't, yeah. they don't know what's going on. But the leaders, they know exactly what's going on. And they yeah. are they're just trying to get their goals accomplished. Yeah, but it's really interesting that the founders of Black Lives Matter are, were quote unquote trained Marxists, because I, I don't know that much about Karl Marx. There's a ton of information on him, but if you look up some of the stuff he believes, like you you gotta understand, he doesn't think that black people should be um, enslaved or demonized, or and he was actually an abolitionist for slavery, but he along with his buddy Frederick Engels actually believe that black people were generally subhuman mm -hmm. um, and there's a, a little passage here that I wanted to read to you it's from one of his uh, writings corresponding to Engels back in 1862 and he was talking about one of his socialist rivals that he called and I'm gonna do my best to refrain from saying the n-word the Jewish n-word Lazal and here's what a quick, quick quote it is now absolutely clear to me that as both the shape of his head and his hair texture shows, he descends from the Negroes who joined Moses's flight from Europe, uh, from Egypt, actually, unless his mother or grandmother on the paternal side hybridized with an N-word. Now this combination of Germanness and Jewishness with a primary Negro substance necessarily creates a strange product. The pushiness of the fellow is also N-word-like. Well, there you have it. And then he also says here uh, that uh, uh, one guy proved that the common Negro type is the degenerate form of a much higher one. 
So I'm just confused as to why there are a lot of black supporters of Marxism. Uh, people, like I said, they don't read, man. You know, they don't read. They don't know how to read. They don't read. They don't care. They're on their phone. They see something they think is cool and they just follow it. They have no idea what they're following. No idea who they're following. They don't. They just see something they think is, is cool and they, they just rock with it. They don't take any time to see what's going on. Yeah. And also with Snoop, again, with the same thing with the whole coon thing, you know, the etymology of the word coon, it actually just means black person. It doesn't mean black conservative. If you trace all the way back to its its roots, it just means black person. It's the same vein as calling somebody the N word. So why people use that to insult black conservatives or, or whatnot, it only goes to show that they themselves want to be white because they're using the same terminology that white slave owners use. Mm, that's right. That's that's one hundred percent correct. And then last thing before I go, Disney. Disney has been like on a downward spiral when it comes to quality. Like they're creatively bankrupt. They put social justice over the quality of their work now. So you could see like the Star Wars trilogy that this came out. That was a very underwhelming. They they put a, a new film on Disney Plus called Artemis Fowl, and it was just awful. Like, don't watch it. Nobody <laughs> watched Artemis Fowl. And then now, and I, so it's expected that they're going to kowtow to the to Colin Kaepernick. And it's really sad, really, because it shows Disney is creatively bankrupt. They're now riling on this social justice bandwagon and Marvel and all that stuff. And you've got Colin Kaepernick, who, who who's going to make a living. He doesn't have to uh, do uh, football anymore. He can just chill with Netflix or Disney and whoever and keep making money that way. Meanwhile, solving nothing. Exactly. One thousand percent. All right. Well, I'm going to bail. I got to go exercise. So I'll talk to you later, Bill. I think oh, and one more thing. Ivan, you do realize when he, Ivan mentions money about you doing so well, He's kind of calling you a sellout. You got to call him out on that because he keeps <laughs> doing that every time he calls you. No, what's what's happening is that he's jealous. He wants he wants to make what I'm, he wants to do what I'm doing. That's that's what that's what that is. I see I see through that whole thing. All right, all right. Well, I'll call you later, ABO. Peace. All right, thank you for the call. All right, see you later, chat. All right, shout out to my man Jordan for the call. Yeah, if anybody keeps bringing up money and stuff like that when they call. They just, they just, you know, they, they're, they're envious. They want what you got, you know. That's, that's all that is. I, I've seen that a lot. That's, that's nothing really. I've been getting that for a long time, even before I had any money. About other things, you know. If, 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 um, you, you get people that, that like you at all, just, and just, and not even on the, on the way of a, a, a young lady. I'm talking about just anybody. If they, if they're cool with you, if you're popular or something like that, it becomes kind of a hate, kind of envy. I wish I could. I wish I could be as charismatic and stuff. That's that's just hate through envy. But really, what it is, they want to be you because you're here every day, watching the show every day. You really admire. It's a thin line between love and hate. Put it like that. Let's get to the next call. All right, call you on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill. This is Karen from Florida. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Awesome. Um. In response to the last caller, I completely agree with everything he was talking about. Disney's poisoning the youth, you know, the government education systems poisoning the youth. You and I are about the same age. I called a couple weeks ago. And by the way, I love the bushwhackers when they would come out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Junkyard Dog. I can't complain. Um, But just in regard, I I know you're short on time, but 
you see the brainwashing. I mean, it's across the TV. Just turn your TVs off, guys. Just apply common sense to everything. They're going to attack everything that's near and dear. Um, you know, and they start at the smallest level and just ease their way in. Black Lives Matter is nothing more than a bunch of, you know, feminists trying to steal the um, masculinity out of America. They want nothing to do with men. They want nothing to do with fatherhood. And it's all just a big scheme for the men to back down because men have been backing down for the past 20 years. You know, we've you men have learned to tuck your tails and run every time a woman screams and stomps her foot. And, you know, I'm woman, hear me war. I'm going to, you know, burn my bra and I can do everything a man to do. And men have just allowed that to go on and they've taken over. And yes, fatherhood is you know, unfortunately, the problem with the black community, they've you know, pushed the pushed the man out. And it's un- really sad. And unfortunate. I was lucky enough to have a great father and a great mother. But yeah, that's the biggest problem. That's the number one problem. And that's why we are becoming a, you know, just a spoiled brat society. I mean, you're right on point. Absolutely. And, you know, like the, the father, that's the really that's, that's the main thing that needs to come back. Because if you don't have that, we're going to be pretty much doomed. Absolutely. I completely agree. All right. Well, you got anything, anything else on me? Uh, no. That, oh, well, one more thing. And with all these little changes here and there. Okay. So I grew up in Florida, right? I'm a Gators fan. So I heard the recent news where they were taking out the Gator chomp because it has racist connotations. And so I'm like, okay, let me do some research because, you know, I'm never going to go to a Gator game again because, the, you know, basically that's my heritage. And sure enough, the, the university couldn't find any evidence of it. And, and despite the, you know, alumni and the school saying, well, there's, you know, we haven't been able to back that up. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and cancel it anyway. So we're not doing any cheers or Gator chops at any of these universities. So, you know, just to see that, they have bowed down to this, the stuff that's coming. I mean, just the little stuff like L'Oreal removing the word whitening from their products. It, it's just become so ridiculous. It's almost laughable. You have to just blink, triple blink your eyes and go, what the hell's going on? <laughs> now, what happened with the whole Florida thing? I, that's the, the it's, it's an old rumor. It's not even true. They're talking about um, they're saying that black kids use this gator bait. That's not even that's not true. That's just, it's just an old. Yeah, it's an old rumor. I'm not sure where it came from, but it's just it's just false. So but people are acting off of a false story and they're saying that if you have the gator chomp, then it's racist. It's, it doesn't right, make any right. sense. Yeah, it goes back to, you know, the, oh, those old figurines. You, remember, you remember, I think Elizabeth Warren got caught with one up on top of her her kitchen cabinet with the the black figurine holding a watermelon. It, it was during I think it was the 15s or 20s when those types of figurines were possible, you know, were popular. And um, so it's like, oh, I have a piece of memorabilia with a, a black child going in the gator's mouth. And it just it kind of, you know, more from there. But I couldn't find anything. And I did. I mean, my dad's in a lot of like books about the University of Florida. I couldn't find anything. And I, I did my due diligence. I'm like this. It's just getting ridiculous at this point. Right. Exactly. Well, that's all I got. You guys have a good night. All right. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah, that whole um, the Gatorade thing, it made no sense. <laughs> like, why would you even be trying to, like, why would you put a human being out there for, you could put a piece of meat. You, I mean, really, so you're talking about gators, if they out there, you don't even got to put no bait. Like, that was just like an a, a old rumor. 
or some kind of like picture that was drawn. It wasn't true. Like the whole Willie Lynch letter, that was also a hoax. The Willie Lynch letter was written in the 70s. It wasn't written like way back in the day. That's, that's just a, that's another hoax people believed in. People still believe in that to this day. That was a hoax, Willie Lynch letter, and also this whole gator bait thing with black kids, that's also a hoax. There's a lot of hoaxes that get put out there that never really get extinguished, even when they get debunked thoroughly. Alrighty, let's get to the next call. 484 in our line, let's speak it to. How you doing? Uh, this is Eusebio. Alrighty, man, what's going on? Hey, not much, man. Hey, uh, so so I, I had a couple thoughts, right? Um, the, the first is if I kind of want to get your thoughts as to if Joe Biden actually won this election, right? What do you think long term, like looking in 2021, 2022, we're going to see, right, in terms of the what's been happening in the country? Um, and then I guess secondly, right, you know, me, me and my wife were sitting there we were saying because, you know, I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm in. So I'm so I'm in a state that Trump retweeted about a couple of weeks ago, and it was like a it was like an old couple. Uh, they, they were like it was like a it was like a caravan, right? And and there were some liberals and there were some conservatives. <laughs> and uh, you know the one guy yelled out "white power," whatever the case would be. So I'm I'm you know I'm I'm black, right? So like I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, what if what if we're sitting in the caravan and we yelled out "white power," right? Would that probably just go viral and just go crazy, right? Because people are just all about the narrative and it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of getting crazy actually to be to be honest i just kind of want to get your thoughts on on that on, on what specifically so on on so on the first question basically if, if, if joe biden were to actually win right i know you you know you support trump and everything like that, but if joe biden were to actually win what is it what do you think it's, it's going to look like in 2021 2022 that was really the main question the other, oh okay now, if, if, I made was more of a, of a comment. okay. Now, if you were to win, then you would see the country go down real quick because what Joe Biden represents is just the establishment, uh, the same old thing that you had with uh, Barack, even George Bush before him, just more of the same thing. Joe Biden wouldn't be running anything. He would have people around him like all of the Obama squad would just come back. If they, if they couldn't bring them back, then they would bring back people that are similar to the Obama squad. And if just have them come in there and just do whatever they want to do. And it just wouldn't be good for the nation. You're talking about World Health Organization would come back. Uh, they, they break apart trade deals that we didn't try to get. Everything that we've done to improve the country for the average person would go away. You would see uh, immigration, illegal immigration just blow up. They've turned that wall down. It, it'd be a mess. The things that they would do would not help Americans it would help people that um, have other interests aside from America. So it, it, it'd, be, it'd be a mess. It'd be a total mess. So you, you actually think, right, specifically with regard to this whole Black Lives Matter movement, right, which clearly I totally agree with, with you and a lot of the – well, with you, right, that, that it's just – with a lot of other people too, and not just because of you, just because that's my own thought, right, is that it's not for – it's really not a problem-solving organization, right? But but I'm actually concerned that those folks, based off of donations that they've generated, right? Like even the company I work for, right? Like like you know we we had a whole, I mean it's a whole it's a whole thing, it's a whole movement, right? Like you got you know we we we've been having calls left, right, and center about it, um, you know about social justice. And at first, 
when when you know George Floyd was the the first incident, right? I actually felt that hey, this is this wrong, whatever the case may be, and and I, I was you know I listened to a lot of I'm neither conservative nor liberal. I'm just I'm I'm just I'm I would say I'm independent, but I'm I'm, I'm you know. I'm not for one party or the other. I'm just for just common sense, right? Which is which is what you speak a lot of times. But I actually think that these people are going to be running that democratic, like like they, because you know they defund the police, all this other stuff that they're talking, all the narrative that they're pushing. Like I feel like Joe Biden's not even in control of that Democratic Party. So that's what's scary to me is that as a person in this country, right, that the greatest country in the world by far, right. Not even a question, right? What what do we want? Do we want do we want communist China? What what do we what are we looking for here? One guy talks about burning down the whole thing and packing it back up. Like like is it like what exactly are people trying to accomplish? Right? And I know your answer is gonna be nothing, or whatever the case may be is a it's a, it's a long term game, but realistically, right, these people want to burn everything down, start all over. Is it communism? Is it socialism? Is it freaking, you know, back in the freaking Germany, back in 1942? Like, what what are people trying to accomplish with this whole thing? Well, I think, like I was saying to the earlier caller, it's going to be an ongoing thing. They're going to go as far as they can go. Uh, and I think where they may end up stopping, where they can't go any further, because everything will pretty much be done, will be communism. That's going to be the end game. Mm. Because one thing about Nazi Germany people don't really understand is that this was a far leftist movement. Very far left, right. a very big government. Papers, please. Yep. It it wasn't. It was. It, it wasn't what people were talking about as far as uh, right wing. No, it was a big left wing thing. So America would end up doing that, and they'll probably end up trying to annex Mexico because then it, then it's going to be about well, we need to get more resources because we're using up everything here in America. So we're going to try to get Mexico, um, Canada. You know the whole no borders, nobody's illegal. So they're going to be expansionists. That's going to be the end result. Same thing as Nazi Germany. It's crazy, man. All right, well, listen. I, I, I you know, you're, you're a breath of fresh air. You know, obviously, I can't, you know, I can't necessarily speak to a lot of these things. You know, you gotta, you gotta really kind of toe the line in terms of your, your, your thoughts when you're not, when you're not a, a public figure. You gotta kind of stay in your lane. So I appreciate all the, you know, all the, all what you, you, you represent and what you talk about. So, all right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the Internet. So if you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. Also, if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead and subscribe for me. It's absolutely free. And when you do, and when you do subscribe, click the bell that's right there. You can click the bell. You get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. Let's get to the next call. And by the way, the number is always in the description box at the very first line at the top. If you click on the show more button, it'll be right there. Also, if you want one of these hats I got on my head, go to my website, ablmerch.com. You could get whatever you need right there on the site. I got hats, T-shirts, mugs, stickers, whatever you need. It's right there. And also, if you want the flags that are behind me, one of these, you can get them prefab like this. You can get your own custom made, whatever you want. Links for that are in the description box and also put them here in the chat. So that should be the wooden flags one right there. And then I'll go ahead and put the ABO merch one in the link so you can go ahead and check that out if you need it. 
And let's go ahead and get to the next call. Like I said, the number to call is 434-658-1220. If you want to get in through Skype, there is an email for that in the description box below. Check it out right there. Let's get to the next call. 360, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, it's Tim in Florida. So, got a question for you. Have you read any of Karl Popper's work and the uh, Paradox of Tolerance? No, I haven't. Ah, one that you might want to read a little bit on. And he's from the 30s and was... He wrote uh, papers around the Nazis and it pretty much states that those who are a tolerant society will subject will fall to those who are intolerant. It's a, it's a really interesting set of uh, ideas that if you're tolerant of people, eventually those who are intolerant will take over things. And I think that's where we're at in society today. And I was just curious what your thoughts on that are. I mean, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense because if you're tolerant and just allow things to happen, then those who don't want tolerance, those who don't want peace will just do whatever they want because the tolerant people allow it to happen. So that does make, it makes perfect sense to me. So, yeah, it's just something I, I thought you might be interested in hearing. Cause like I said, I know you read a lot and it's one of those things that that's where I see we're at today in today's uh, society. I mean, we want to be tolerant of people because of the fact that we should be good to each other. But in the end, it ends up with some of these things where we have Black Lives Matter, who the, it doesn't seem to be tolerant of anyone. And as you've said, it'll just keep pushing and keep driving us down this path that is going to destroy us eventually. Right. I mean, that's why I say that um, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be trying to, you know, um, have any kind of middle ground with these people or give them any kind of leeway. No, because. You're being tolerant and they're intolerant. They, on the other side, will never give us an inch, ever. They're going to keep on going until they get what they want. They, like, they, like we're trying to give them like little things here and there. It's not even working. It's not going to work because it's never going to be enough. It's always going to be more and more and more and more. So there's no point in giving them anything. You got to just be steadfast, abide by your laws, and have that be that. And don't try to, you know, bend. Because if you bend, all you're going to do is end up breaking. Cool. I appreciate the call and keep up the good work because you're one of the few people out there that hasn't been shut down by YouTube or Facebook and the rest of the, uh, the multimedia conglomerates that are shutting down people who put out information like you do. And I appreciate it. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right. Shout out to the caller. But yeah, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Do not give these people on the left an inch. I don't I don't play none of that. I don't give them an inch because they always they always going to keep going and going and going and going. The Confederate flag issue, I stand on that. They try to embarrass me talking about how you're going to support the Confederate flag. You're black. So what? I can be a green space alien. So what? I understand what the I understand what the game is. You guys, some not not you guys, you guys are smart, smarter than I am. But a lot of people that want to kind of been on the Confederate flag, they're, they're barely playing tic-tac-toe. These guys are playing chess on a giant board that's like not even here. It's like in the future. They're playing chess on the Ouija board, that type of thing. They can't even see the pieces. They're being led by other forces. Like it's, this is a whole deep game here. So we can't be trying to play into that. All we're going to do is just 
be a pawn in their game rather than having any kind of say so over what happens in the future. I don't know about y'all, but I want to have say so over what my future holds rather than just having stuff happen to me. If that makes any sense. But let's get to the next call. The number to call 434 All right, calling online. Who am I speaking to? 617. Caller. Oh, hello. Hey, hey, can you hear me? I hear you well. Oh, hey, how's it going, man? Hey, uh, I'm a teacher from uh, Oakland. And uh, I was watching your video the other day about uh, how they're defunding the school. Right. And uh, how they're defunding the cops from the school. And, uh, you know, it was about to happen. Because, like, they've been talking about that for a while. And, you know, I'm not surprised that it actually happened. And, you know, like, right now, we're still doing, like, we still don't have to go into work. But, I mean, once we start going to work, like, I don't know how it's going to be in the school. Because, like, who, who's going to be stopping the fights and, like, everything that happens in school, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because you still got to have a, a secure nation. I mean, a, a secure a secure school. Right. And I'm not trained to stop fights or intervene in those kinds of situations. Right, exactly. And I don't think other teachers are. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's not, that, that ain't your job. Your job is to be there and teach, not to be a bodyguard or a security officer. You're a teacher. That's your job. That's it. Right. And, you know... I've taught down in the South, and I just uh, moved here a couple of years ago um, for my circumstances. And, you know, I've taught in, like, inner city schools and, like, out in the suburbs, like, everywhere. And, man, California is very different here, man. Yeah, I can <laughs> like imagine. I so how, how, was it, yeah. how was it different in California from your perspective than where, the, where you've been before? So I've taught in, like, the inner city schools where, you know, 90% of the students were you know, black and, like, Hispanic and all that. And, you know, they didn't have that much funding. And students there, man, they were great. You know, they had metal detectors and they had security and they had everything. And students never, almost never, like, misbehaved. And over here, I guess, like, students are pretty good. But I think it's the teachers that are kind of a little messed up mm. with, uh, you know, how they are. Because, like, where I'm at... Um, I mean, the superintendent of the California is a black man, and the superintendent of the Oakland is uh, it's a black female. Mm. And, you know, they're still saying that there is a racism or you know, systemic racism in the school because the percentage of the students who are getting arrested by the school police are black. So because of that, it's racist. And also they're not performing as well as... Uh, you know, other ethnic groups. So therefore, you know, the school system is racist. <laughs> and it's the teachers that are pushing these narratives to the students too. You know, so like students hear this all the time from the teachers. So, you know, imagine how they feel, you know, being those uh, students hearing this from like the white teachers. So what are they being told? Like, are they being told that because you're black that you... Um, are being discriminated like what are they being told exactly by the teachers well there's they're saying that there is a systemic racism and i don't know i don't know how it is like they don't explain that part they just say that you know it's, it's a fact that there's a racism and the uh, students are victims of the racism if they're you know 
black or Hispanic or whatever. And, you know, it's always the white teachers that are saying there's systemic racism and pushing these narratives. Right. And, you know, from, from my perspective, you know, if I disagree with that, then, you know, I could be out of the job and, like, you know, be in all kinds of mess. Yeah, that's crazy. And like, like you were saying, like the yeah. kids are hearing this. If I was to hear that, it, w- it would demoralize me. I'm thinking, okay, what's the point of even trying to perform well in school because it's racism that's going to block me? So why would I, right. what, what's, what's, what's my incentive to behave or do anything? I'm just going to be doomed. It's, it's a racist right. message to say, for sure. And then, you know, the crazy, crazy part is, uh, you know, the teachers union here is a very strong uh, organization. And you know, the teachers, you know, they pay these uh, union fees that's, like, pretty expensive. And the part that, you know, gets me off is that the teachers' union, they're donating money to, you know, political parties. And you can probably imagine which party it is. Oh, yeah, of course, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And it's these teachers that are running the school. And if you, agree, if you disagree with them, then, you know, you're not going to have a good time in the school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for your time, man. Uh, you know, keep up your good work. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. All right have a good one. Shout out to all the teachers. You guys deserve so much more than what you get, because I know how hard it is to be out there. Uh, both of my grandparents on my dad's side were teachers, so I know what you guys got to go through. So shout out to y'all. Okay, let's get to the next call. 403, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? Hello? Hey, Mr. Logan. Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to? Hey, my name is Jay. All righty, man. What's going on? What's going on? Craziness is going on, no? Yeah, a lot of crazy things going on. Yeah, you hear me okay? I hear you well. Everything's perfectly fine. Okay, so I was thinking uh, a couple of callers, people are kind of distraught about how their kids are being indoctrinated and stuff in the quote-unquote education system and such. Right. And, well, here's here's what you can do. Here's what I did. I learned it from a grade 9 teacher. It wasn't a class. It was just something that she said. She said, you don't have to believe everything I tell you. I want you to use your critical thinking skills. You have to parrot what I teach you because that's how they evaluate you, but you don't have to believe it. I want you to use your own mind. So what I instilled in my kids was keep an open mind, use critical thinking skills on everything, question everything, and check your emotion. Check your emotion at the door and criticize everything and always keep an open mind. If people do that with their children, then the so-called education system won't poison them. Yeah, yeah, it, it can be hard, I know, but I think um, one thing parents gotta do is just definitely debrief their kids, teach your kids more at home because they're gonna learn a lot of things out in the world that they shouldn't be. But sometimes it could be weird, like um, I've seen um, there was a class in California where there was a transgender reveal, a kindergarten class now. And these are little kids like 
barely out of toddlerhood, if that's a word. So these kids that are not prepared to have that kind of talk, that should not have that kind of talk, are going home with questions. So, you know, you, you're, you're having to, you're being forced to have these kind of talks before it's time. So I think a lot of parents are concerned about that too. Things that they can teach their kids right from wrong, but shouldn't have to teach them that at a particular point. You see what I'm saying? No, it definitely has to be age appropriate, right? And what they're perpetrating on our young kids, it's not cool. I mean, if I was a leftist, I mean, I call it right now, I call it emotional manipulation. But if I was a leftist, I would be calling it emotional assault. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that, that's kind of how I see it. And But there are things that you can do at home to uh, kind of protect your kids from the indoctrination that we're being suppressed by. And now you get all of this out of they're just going on emotion instead of checking that and being critical about what they're being told or taught. I'm with you, man. That's, well, that's just what I wanted to say. Thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate uh, you. ABL, peace. You the man. I was watching, uh, I was watching uh, Brandon Tatum a couple nights ago and he was saying he wants, he wants a show like ABL. So, no, no doubt, man. Thank you for your call. Thanks, AB. I'll keep up the good work, man. I right, know. Shout out to the caller. Appreciate him for that. And thank you all for being here. You guys on the drill. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. All righty. And like I said before, you guys are the best audience on the internet. Got quite a few teachers calling in, you know, that, that you know, that's and that's very important. You know, the, the teachers education in general is extremely important for sure. All righty, let me see. Let's get to the next call here. It's a lot of call. The calls are blowing up <laughs> and thank you all for being here. All right, call the online. I'm going to speak to 407. What's up, ABL? This is uh, Matt. I'm calling to uh, challenge you on this uh, Black Lives Matter, the street mural, right? You asked a question in your, one of your videos about whether or not it should be a hate crime. I definitely think it should be. And, and the main reason why is if you ask yourself what was the motivation for that crime, I think it kind of shows why it's a hate crime. Okay, so what's the motivation? I mean, that's the question I'm saying that we that we have to ask ourselves about the people that were doing the vandalism, right? Like, you don't, you know, they could have vandalized anything, but they chose to vandalize the Black Lives Matter mural in the middle of the street. They, you know, come on, it's obvious. So, what's the motivation? Do you know? We, I think there's only there's only two reasons, right? Are they going to say that they have a problem? But wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait. You say you're saying there's two reasons, or like my my question to you is, do you know what the motivation is? Well, we're that's you arrest the person. Yes, 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 no question. Because okay, this 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 what I'm asking. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm explaining to you why I'm asking you like that. Then you can respond. 
The reason why I'm asking it to you like that is because you're saying that it was a hate crime. You're concluding that it was a hate crime. So in order for you to do that, you got to be able to verify that with the fact like you got to know what the motivation is or to say what it is. If you don't know, then you can't say that is what it is. You just said it. You, you, made, you made the qualification yourself. You say, OK, we got to see what the motivation was. That's why it's a hate crime. So if the motivation is important, you got to know what it is to say if it's a hate crime or not. Correct. To, to, to say, prove it, yes, but to be arrested for being accused of performing a hate crime, you don't have to, the police don't have to prove it. The Wait, but you, you said you said it was a hate crime. You, you said it was a hate crime, no. Yeah, I, so now now, now yeah, you're saying no. that they are, it's, it's, a, it's suspected of it. They're, they're, they're you know, a suspect in a hate crime case, but you didn't say that, that, you didn't say that at first. You're saying something different now. So which one is it? Are they suspected of it or did they do it? You asked the question, should it be a hate crime? I'm saying yes. And the reason is because when they, they the police have to investigate that as a, a hate crime because the motivation is questionable. So like if it, okay. So you're saying that it should be investigated as a hate crime, but you, you're not saying that it should be a hate crime. That's how, that's how the charges work, right? I mean, nah, because I'm, I'm asking, I'm asking for your opinion on it, not like what you think yeah. the the law. Like, I'm not saying, okay, should, sure. I'm not saying should it be investigated as a hate crime. I'm saying should it be a hate crime? Yeah, and my you, my opinion is that the the only reasons that they would do that is either they have a problem with the with the sentiment of Black Lives Matter or they have a problem with the organization Black Lives Matter. But both of those things are black centered. They're working on the behalf of black people. It's like if you go deface a synagogue, they're going to charge you with a hate crime. We don't a we synagogue. Don't how, how do we get to religion? Yeah. I'm saying to you that there's lots of different reasons that people are charged with hate crimes, and an example of that is when you go to deface a synagogue, they're going to, or a mosque, they're going to charge you with a hate crime. I mean, the but you, you you you're going you're going way far though because a synagogue or you know, a church or a mosque. That's a religious center. That's much different than some graffiti on the ground. Is there is there a religion called Black Lives Matter? Do they have some type of temple that there, you can worship at? Do you praise God on at Black Lives Matter at a mural of Black Lives Matter? Is that what you do? Because if you do, that's something different. That's a religion. Huh? There's a there's a people called Black people, and when you deface a Black Lives Matter mural, you're basically con conveying that that's a pro you have a problem with that. I mean, that's your opinion, though. That's not necessarily. What they said, what they that's said, not, wait, what, what they what they said, because there is evidence. We're talking about, you know, what it should be in the court and how they're going to charge it. They do look at evidence. Right. And in the video, they said they're tired of the narrative that they keep pushing. And we all know what the narrative is and how destructive it is. This narrative killed Sequoia Turner, eight year old girl in Atlanta. OK, that's, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. So if it's about black lives and being against black people, then how does it make any sense when they're against the narrative, the same narrative that is killing black people? You see what I'm saying? So I'm not really sure how, you know, defacing this mural is a thing that is against black people. It's a it's it's a black lives matter is a black organized and black supported movement. When you when you take attack that. You're basically attacking black people. But basically, it's That's not how it's going to go in the courtroom, is it? Basically, it's not how it's going to go. They're going to look at evidence. We're talking about the court. You brought it up. So let's talk about the court. In the court, they're going to look at evidence. And the evidence is in the video where the lady who's painting it says, 
I don't like the narrative. I'm tired of the narrative. You know, the, the same narrative that is killing black people. So if you're tired of a narrative that is killing black people, you're going to have a hard time proving, at least, at least if you're not in a kangaroo court, that your objective was to do a thing that's going to be against black people. If I'm coming out there and saying, right. if, I'm, if I'm coming out there and saying, I don't like the narrative that kills black people, how can somebody say that I'm against black people? Well, it's going to be more than that, right? The court, they're going to do research on the people and try to understand, right? Let's say the lady has, uh, you know, some things on Facebook or, or Twitter or whatever. They're going to investigate it and, and they'll determine whether or not they can prove it's a hate crime. But they need to be charged with a hate crime for sure. <laughs> I don't think so. like if they're going to do that, then they're going to take it. Like, is this that's, that's kind of an emotional thing? It's like talking about um, George Floyd saying that the guy got to get charged with capital murder. It's like, no, you got to have enough evidence for that, because if he is charged too high, what will happen is he'll beat it and then get off, charge him appropriately so he gets convicted. OK, that's what you do. You don't just fly off of. I think I feel you got to have enough evidence before you charge somebody so you can convict them. Because if you overcharge them, then they're going to get off. So what was the point of going through that to begin with? It doesn't make any sense. Hey, I think you're right. Listen, and, and the DA has a very important job. When they charge the police officer that killed George Floyd, he obviously, a, a good DA it would be a fool to overcharge, right? So the, the fact that they charged them with the murder, capital murder, makes me believe that they have ability to prove that it, that it was true. Because it's a mistake. I agree. It's a mistake to overcharge. But you see what they charged him with, right? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't capital murder. It wasn't capital murder, but I understand what you mean. But like I'm yeah, saying, in, in, in this case, with the, the hate crime thing, that's just way over the top. You do have some, um, some activists in, in courts that try to do things like that. And then I'm going to say one last thing here. If they're going to charge him with a hate crime for uh, defacing the Black Lives Matter statue, why not George Washington? You know, like, why not? Why, why not the American flag? Isn't that against all Americans? The American flag stands for America. That's all of us. Not just black, not just white, but all Americans. So shouldn't that be a hate crime as well? To say that you hate Americans by burning the American flag? Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Hey, I wanted to say I, I thought your Snoop Dogg video was pretty funny. I thought you, I think you did a good job. You kind of ethered them on that one. I have to respect that video. <laughs> And uh, I, you, you, you kind of motivate me, man. Like, I'm, I'm doing some things now. Uh, I like, you know, uh, arguing with you and whatnot. I don't agree with everything, but I, I do consider myself to be a conservative. So I do like and I enjoy watching your show. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, man. Take care. All right, now, peace. All right, shout out to the caller, and thank you all for being here. If you're having a hard time getting on, it's not my fault. Blame the white man. But thank you all for joining the show. Definitely appreciate you guys. Number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's get to the next call. 716, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yes, it's uh, Gene um, from New York State. All righty, man. What's going on? Um, I'm good. Um Actually, I'm um, a Russian-speaking immigrant from 1996. All righty. Um, I'm watching the video right now, and the amount of uh, disrespect you get in those powers, I'm actually very surprised. You say you say you're very surprised about what now? 
amount of disrespect from callers you get. I, I'm very surprised. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens. I'm not really worried all about the, it. All the people in this country, and I'm immigrant to this country, and my kids are citizens to this country. I love this country. I endure this country. I love this country. And all the disrespect that people have for this country, living in this country, growing up in this country. I I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Um, can you hear me? I heard you well, yes. Uh, okay. Um, this is the best country in the world. Best country in the world. And please, people, calm down with all these riots, with all this nonsense. This is nonsense. This is the best country in the world. I am crying, basically, because I was accepted by this country. And my kids are living and growing up in this country. And we have to buy arms. We buy weapons. Why? Why do we have to do that? Yeah, I, I understand. But people, they don't respect this country. They're born here to take it for granted. They've not lived anywhere else, so they don't even understand what they have. They don't understand how great this country is. This is the greatest country in the world. People, please wake up. Defend your own country. First Amendment, Second Amendment, and please stand up to that. Absolutely. Thank you, caller. There is no other way. There is no other way. 100% correct. Thank you for your call. People, thank you very much for taking my call. Thank you. I appreciate you. I watch you. I'm subscribed. You are the most awoken person in this world, by the way. <laughs> well, well, thank you for in that. That means, a lot. that means a lot to me. Thank you. Not just one country. This world. Wow. Yes. I know what I'm saying, man. God bless you. God bless your family and your parents who raised you this way. And God bless your kids. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Wow. Great call. Man. That, that that was that was straight from the heart. You could tell. I've been saying it a long time. This is the best country on planet Earth. You know, I said that um, in my Jubilee video when I, when I went to California in, in March. Now did that video. I said we have the best country on Earth, and I was reading in the comments. People were saying, "Oh no, it's not. No, it's not." It's like, come on. Everybody that says that lives here. Nobody that lives somewhere else would just laugh at what I said. Everybody knows it's true. People that live here take this country for granted. They don't understand how good they have it. They don't understand how good they have it in their neighborhood. They never really left. Like, a lot of kids kind of grew up nice. They don't understand what it's like to not live like that. You know, I'm born in West Virginia. I've seen some actual poverty. People living in the inner city thinking they got poverty. And even the inner city is not nothing like like rural, no water, no, no running water. 
no no plumbing, no electricity. I've seen that kind of living right now in 2020. People live like that in America. People don't understand how good they have it because they've always had it. They take it for granted. Let me get to the next call. All right, call you on the line. I'm going to speak to 937. Yeah, my name is Dan from Ohio. How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Doing well. I uh, I agree with you 100% about when you say uh, about overcharging. Um, and it was almost like when you were talking to that guy, it was almost, it was one of those circular arguments. It's like you, you, you can't win that argument. It's, it's either a conspiracy to overcharge them so they get off because the people are in on it or or they charge them correctly, but then that doesn't feed their little emotional tirade that they're on. And, like, I would just want, like, the morality placing. Like, what are your thoughts on what's it going to take for for this stuff to stop? I mean, is it is it going to take an actual civil war, uh, you know, a hot war? or Or is there some way that, I mean... You know, patriots out here trying to raise families got jobs. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's tough. I see the news. I see this stuff going on, and, and I talk to as many people as I can. I mean, when I first got on, like, Twitter, I, I would have all these conversations with people. Now I can't get no play on Twitter. I mean, I'm lucky if I get if I can if I get any play on Twitter. It's like, like I feel like that shadow man stuff is real, and I hate to feel like that because it makes me feel cringy. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, but that, that that is a real thing. The shadow banning—that's actual. That's not like you know a, a conspiracy theory or whatever. That's a real thing. But um, I mean, how's it going to stop? I mean, you got to have law and order in these in these places. You know, these these governors, these mayors, just like um. A prime example is free out of Washington. You have the mayor talking about, oh, it's going to be the summer of love, talking about Chaz Chop. But then when they went to her house and went to demonstrate there, it was over in 45 minutes. People were talking right. about, you know, what can we do to appease them? How can we help the people in these communities? All you got to do is just enforce law. The laws are on the books already. You can't just go take over a place, do whatever you want to do do things the appropriate way, do things the right way. And once you do that, you'll be fine. But when people just let things go, you're going to have this chaos con it continue to persist. I mean, like I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I'm just like, as a, you know, just as a, as a regular guy, you know, in the Midwest, I'm like, I, I see stuff go on and it seems so, Orwellian, I, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe. I got to read an article twice just to, like, like they're really saying that. And that, then that poor kid that called in earlier, I could hear it in his voice talking about they're, they're trying to make him confess his racism. I mean, what is, like, what, what, I don't, I just don't, I, I don't get it. I, I know I'm sounding stupid and stuttering, but I just don't get it. And I got a granddaughter getting ready to come up and, and my daughter, her and I are talking and she's, she's real seriously considering when, when, when she gets to school age, homeschooling her. Cause like you can see the craziness out there and, and you know, I don't want to run for the Hills. You know, that's not the, the, that that's not how I'm built. Um, but I ain't trying to, you know, go to jail behind, uh, you know, protecting a statue either. I mean, um, 
you know, I don't, I, I, I don't like it. And it feels like every time I try to get people together to, to try to organize something, it's like, you know, I'll get shut out of something or, you know, I don't know, man. Listen, I'm going to let you go, but you're awesome. And thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to the caller. 304 in the line. I'm speaking to. Hey, ABL. It's Brian. Shout out from the 304, baby. <laughs> All righty, man. West Virginia. What's going on? <laughs> hey, man. I'm uh, I'm uh, across the river from where you grew up. Okay. Where were you over? Hey, uh, like, like, Sealion or something? Where you, where you, where you at? Yeah. Uh, my church is in Bell. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right there. Wow. Yeah, man. Right on top of it. Uh, anyway, uh, that caller was on there a little bit ago uh, talking about Black Lives Matter being all about the black people and everything. Uh, I, I just wanted to share some stuff with everybody that I uh, I do a lot of research. And um, what I found out, I mean, I know a lot of people know that it's a Marxist organization. It has nothing to do with black people. If it did, they would do something about the abortion of all the black babies. And all the killing going on in all the major cities run by Democrats. Uh, but there's this book that was written in 2015 by this guy. His name is Sarja Popovich. Uh, he's from Serbia, which and he was he's just a little bit younger than me. So he's uh, he, he grew up underneath the old Soviet Union. And uh, this book is called uh, Blueprint for Revolution. And so what you've got is BLM is hiding under the guise of the word black so they can be protected. So if you say, I don't like that, you're automatically a racist. The couple that painted over the letters out in California gets to be charged with a hate crime. Um, so their symbol is purposeful. Uh, the fist is uh it's a communist thing. I found it on uh, old Soviet Union flags. I found it on a Nazi flag. I found it used in Iran, Egypt, Africa. So all these places have got these ties. You know, communism, socialism, Marxism. And I think everybody needs to wake up to the fact that uh, like Black Lives Matter doesn't use a person, a figurehead at the top, like the United States has Trump. Everybody can throw stones at Trump if they don't like him. Well, you don't see that for Black Lives Matter. Uh, and, and I found their little training manual. It's called uh, Canvas Core Curriculum. And what they do is they say we need to unite behind a symbol uh, so – uh, it's easier to get everybody together under uh, one common call. And what they do is they train people to uh, usurp authority. And uh, what they're trying to do is overthrow the government. Um, you know, just like you said, it has nothing to do with uh, Confederate stuff, nothing to do with Union soldiers. Uh, they've moved straight along with all the stuff straight to Jesus. Uh, they even uh, tore down a, 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 a statue of an elk or something I saw earlier today. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, all they're trying to do is usurp the authority, remove what's going on in the country, and replace it with what they what they want it to be. That's all it is. 
so and so if they hide behind the word black, then they're protected. And I, I just don't think it's right. I mean, those people that did that painting over the letters and stuff, I mean, if I would have done it, I would have painted over the V. So there's just been Black Lives Matter. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I mean, you know, if they were going to do that because she didn't have enough paint. But for them, I mean, what's the basis? You tell me. You're smart. You tell me what the basis is for a hate crime in that. And that last that caller a couple times, you know, a couple people ago was he. It's foolishness. Well, you know, I the mean, whole... do you think that's going to? Do you think that'll hold up in a court? I don't. I mean, it should not hold up in the court, but it depends on where they go because you over there in California, you might get a kangaroo court. They might let it go. But it shouldn't hold up in the court anywhere else because it's not a hate crime. I mean, if, if that's a hate crime to paint over some letters on the ground that won't be there forever or temporary, then it's got to be a hate crime to burn the flag. It's got to be a hate crime to knock over a statue of George Washington, put graffiti on it. But there's no arrest, no hate crime or nothing in that. But for this, all of a sudden it is. It go back to what you were saying about they want to hide behind the word black and do whatever they want to do. They want to keep that whole thing going. So... They're sending a message, and the message is, don't touch Black Lives Matter. We're going to get whatever we want to get done through that, so don't touch it. That's the message. Yeah, and I mean, I, I saw your video about about the fool that that had his rifle jammed. I mean, what, what are these people doing? <laughs> I, and I can't call it. Was, he, was, he, he was trying to compare that to what happened in Michigan, where, where everybody went to the Capitol. I mean, gun owners and, and patriots are, they, listen, I, I've got guns here. My gun has never jumped up and shot anybody. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I'm, a, I'm a military vet. I mean, I'm a disabled veteran. I can shoot, you know, just as good as anybody else. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, there's people around here. If they, they find their way here, they may not make it out of here. Oh, you know that. Oh, yeah. Nah, they don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to do that. You, you're, they they're going to go up a holler around here and they're going to get the attention of somebody they don't want to get the attention of. That's I mean, right. This, uh, <laughs> these guys out of the hills are going to look at them and go, hey, buddy, you ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> yep, exactly. Anyway, hey, 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 ABL, I'll let you go. I just want to tell you, uh, man, I love your show. And um, uh, everybody needs to check out Jericho Green, too. He's wonderful, uh, super funny. And, uh, man, you need to come back here and be the next governor. I might have to, man. That might be in my future for sure. <laughs> hey, you can come back and be the governor, man. Hey, I, I, I'll, I'll help you campaign. All right, man. Appreciate that. Thank you for your call. All right, man. All right, man. Peace out. I know. All right. Shout out to the caller from my, my home where I was born in uh, West Virginia, Canal County, right, right down the river. All right. Let's get to the next call. You guys know the drill. The number to call, 434-658-1220. 508, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. Hello. How's it going? This is Kelly from Oklahoma. I need Ivan's phone number because he gets in every time. <laughs> He's got the magic number. What is going on in Texas? I don't know. I was down there, uh, not last week, but the week before I facilitated a kids camp. And we went to the local HEB, no big deal. But by the end of the week... As we were walking in, it was like we were being attacked. And they're like, ma'am, ma'am, here's your mask. Here's a mask. Here's a mask. And I'm like, I don't need one. Thank you. And the guy said, well, we really recommend you wear it. And I said, well, I'm really not going to. 
And he said, well, they're going to be mandatory on Monday. And I turned and I said, and what's today? <laughs> and he just looked at me and he said, uh, um, well, they're going to be mandatory Monday. And so I looked it up. You know, when we got out of there just in time, we ha- we were able to have our kids camp. It was awesome. But down, in, you know, if the regulations, one of the people who are exempt are 10 year old and younger. So here's my question. Can I just sit, tell them I identify as a 10 year old? <laughs> hey, you know what? That, that should be something that works because you can do whatever you want. Now you can identify as a man, a woman, no gender, X, Y, and Z gender. Why not 10 years old? And if they, if they like arrest me and I go, Oh, I, I identify as a man. Well, they start treating, they have to say he, him, his, put me in the man's whatever. Well, if they arrest me, I'm like, I identify as a 10 year old. I mean, what's the difference? It's the same thing to me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It is. And I'm telling you, it's not very far from me. I am a teacher. You've heard from a lot of teachers tonight, white teacher in the South. And I, you know, you just like you have bad cops. You do have teachers who don't do the right thing, but you do have teachers who are in the classroom who do the right thing. And I'm one of them. I'm worried about going back to school because I am not going to wear a mask. I am not going to wear one. I'm going into my 37th year and, you know, I I will, I will go at this one mask, bad mask day away from retiring. (laughs) (laughs) Because if they tell me you have to wear a mask, I'm going to say, show that to me in my contract. Mm. That is not in my contract. How do I know? I've already signed my contract for this year. And if you think you're going to make me wear one, then, you know, I'm a part of a professional organization of teachers that, you know, will fight this. And I will get paid for this year whether I'm teaching or not. I mean, I'm ready to die on this hill. I'm not going to do it so then the guy that was the with you know they had the guns and they were defending the rock did he call himself a grandmaster he sure did i thought the word master was out <laughs> yeah that, that, that should be offensive now right so yeah he might need to uh change that because that's that that word has now right. been canceled he's the grand primary <laughs> or he's the grand main I mean, do we not go for our master's degree anymore? Right, exactly. So can we not have the master's degree? Is that going to be changed or something else? Oh, my goodness. Okay, I know you have so many calls. Ask me how I know. I've tried for weeks. <laughs> um, you know, this. Here's here's my version of how we have been brainwashed for years. My dad was a preacher. He told this story about, a family who invited a visitor in their home and they would visit with this visitor every night after supper and the visitor stayed and became a part of the family and the visitor would pull at people and kind of divide and they would go to this visitor instead of talking to each other and over time this visitor would use bad language and bring things into the home that were not ever acceptable but they never threw this visitor out do you know who it was no it was the television. Ah, good one. Very good. And and over time, think of this. What is television? They tell their vision. Mm. Television. What do you go to? Channels. They're channeling. And then what do you watch? 
programmed. We're being programmed. Mm. Deep. So if you hear about a teacher in Oklahoma that gets arrested claiming that she's 10 years old and I have to start a GoFundMe, you can give me $10 for that, okay? Yeah, all righty. <laughs> okay, be blessed, man. I'm your, I'm your biggest fan. I don't care what anybody says. It's me. Well, I thank you for your, your support. I definitely appreciate you for that. And thank you for the call. Great call. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. That was an excellent call. Shout out to her. Fantastic. All right. Thank you all for being here. You guys are fantastic. I got about 20 more minutes of calls and super chats afterwards at the end of the show. Thank you all for super chatting, PayPal and Patreon and all that good stuff. Thank you to everybody that's bought merch. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your merch. I got these hats. These hats, I got the snapback without the trucker stuff, whatever you want. I got that in the box below. Let's keep going. Let's get to the next call. 218, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, uh, this is Corinne. All righty. What's going on? Well, you know what? I'm going to wrap it all up in, in one phrase that I pulled from a Ron Paul uh, uh, well, mean, but basically it's just quote. And he says, Americans should pause and reflect on the lies they are being sold. Masks are just a form of psychological manipulation. Mm. Many reputable physicians and scientists have said they are worthless and potentially harmful. Lockdowns are meant to condition people to obey without question. A nation of people who just do what they are told by the experts without question is a nation ripe for a descent into tyranny. Mm. So that's what people got to wake up on. You got to wake up. You got to see that the masks, they're a front. It's to shut people up, silence you, abandon you from love. All I got to say. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Yeah, I feel her. I'm, I mean, I'm right there with her. Yeah, like I've not worn a mask this whole time. I'm, I'm just, I don't really, I'm, I'm good. You know, I think you got to take care of yourself and you'll be fine. You know, they're showing people that have gotten the virus and passed away. And they're not, like one thing about the virus, we all know, if you have pre-existing conditions, you're going to be at higher risk. They're showing people and not addressing the obvious. People that are like way, 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 way overweight, like 500 pounds. It's like, come on. One, one girl unfortunately passed away. She was like 19. They want to say that she had uh, taken hydroxychloroquine. They want to try to blame Trump for that because he was talking about hydroxychloroquine being a good thing. Although CNN itself came up with an article reversing what they said before, talking about it is a good thing. It helps you stay alive. But anyway, the girl was given all types of other treatments. They gave her oxygen from her grandfather's tank for some reason. Not for what they did that. Then they gave her uh, azithromycin, some more stuff at the hospital. They gave her all kind of stuff. But before that, 
She's 19 years old, looking like she had about 400 to 500 pounds. Morbidly obese. And she had um, a disorder from when she was a child. So it's like you have actual health problems. You're morbidly obese. You're taking the cocktail of a variety of drugs at home without a doctor, aside from your parents, which are like medical practitioners. You don't have an actual doctor there to tell you what's going on. We know what the cause of people dying from the virus pretty much is. So why do we need to just muzzle ourselves up? 602, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, yeah, this is Mike, man. Uh, I was just calling to ask you, uh, you did a story the other day about the person who was on the highway and hit the protester. And I've seen today that uh, they're now charging that person with vehicular manslaughter. Okay. So I was wondering what your thoughts were on that. I mean, that's unfortunate. He'll, he'll probably beat that charge because, I mean, from from looking at it, he appeared to not see what was going on until he got right up on it. Because if he was trying to hurt the people, then he wouldn't have sped right towards the cars that were in the middle of the road and then swerved around it. And look, he was trying to avoid having a head-on collision with the cars that were right there in the road. So it looked like, like it was an accident, unfortunate accident. Now, I don't know how you got an interstate or what's going on with that, but I think that he probably beat that. I mean, he, he probably should because I think that was really just an accident. And beyond that, it shouldn't have been on the road to begin with. That's their fault for being there. It's unfortunate that anybody died, but that wasn't really his fault, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I felt the same exact way. Uh, you know, it's just it's unfortunate. It seems like there's uh, a wave of these prosecutors. I don't know if it's their fear for re-election or how they get appointed or whatnot, but uh, I mean, between that and then the stuff with the Black Lives Matter painted on the ground, all this is just kind of crazy. I really hope these people are able to beat these charges, though. But that's also exactly the way you did but I uh, figured I'd ask you and see what, what your thoughts were on it. Yeah, I appreciate you doing the show, brother. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Have a good one. All right. Shout out to the caller. I'm a, I'm, I might do a video on that. I'm going to look it up right quick. Um, vehicular manslaughter. It's going to bookmark it right now. Okay. Just so I can read it right quick, it says a man who allegedly struck Black Lives Matter protesters in Seattle with his car, killing one, was charged with reckless driving, vehicular assault, and vehicular homicide by the King County Prosecuting Attorney's Office on Wednesday. Okay, he wasn't under any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of influence, any kind of drugs or whatever. I mean, that's they, they shouldn't have been on the road. It's it's unfortunate that somebody had to die, but I mean, you could, that could have been easily avoided. Don't go on the road and playing. Don't don't sit on the ground. In the middle of the road. 904, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, my name's Kat. All righty. What's going on? I actually live in the state of Florida. And I've been watching the news the last couple of days. And all they're talking about is the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And talking about how kids need to go back to school. But they're not talking about the bigger issue where these kids that are going back to school are going to have to deal with what adults are not able to deal with. Uh, adults can't figure out adults can't figure out their own problems 
but we're going to, I live in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a predominantly black city. And I have white children. I don't want to send my kids to school and have everything that is going on in the world mm. affect them. Like all, all the BLM stuff, all of that in school? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. And I, I wanted to know what you thought about that. I mean, it's a valid concern. Like, what I'm hearing a lot from people, black, white, everything else is they're doing homeschool, uh, different kinds of schools, because it's, it's kind of a hard thing. Not everybody's going to be fortunate enough to be able to homeschool. It'd be an ideal thing for a lot of people, but not everybody can do that. So some people are just trying to, you know, tell their kids what's going on, having a real honest discussion about what's happening. So they're prepared for when they have to go to school. Or they're just not going to public school at all. So it's just one of those things. If you got to go to school, just tell them what's happening. Be honest and tell them don't fall into peer pressure or whatever to, you know, be how some of the other kids are. That'd be the only thing I could really say. Yeah, yeah because they, they're going to hear it. Teachers might be involved. The kids are going to be talking about it. It's best that the kids have an understanding of what's really going on. So they're prepared for those kind of conversations when they come about. Yeah, well, it, it's just, it's a worrying situation. Yeah, I understand. I really do. Because I, I have I have taught my kids, you you don't look at the color of someone's skin. You don't. You treat them how they treat you. Right. And that's all it is. That's, that's what it's and all about. Now... And now it's gotten to a point where I have to worry about whether my kids are going to be treated the way they treat other people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to tell, really, until you kind of just get it, get right in it. So has there ever been any issues before with, you know, kids not being treated properly, your kids not being be treated properly because they're white? Um. Um, a couple times, but not very much. It's there. There was an instance where a girl went to try to beat up my son, but his his sister, being older than than him, took care of that. Okay, so yeah. just kind of like like isolated, kind of like a little bullying here and there, but not nothing really major. Like yeah, yeah. So you know, my thing is they they probably got friends at school, so. Or, or or they're not having a lot of problems, so it probably won't be a lot of problems now, even with all this stuff going on. But like I said, just tell them what's happening and let them know what's going on, and it, maybe they can even yeah. expect some things. And just, just keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on what's going on in school. Talk to your kids and see what's happening that way. But a lot of people are just going homeschool route because, you know, that might be the best thing. But you still might be able to go to public school and be okay. It just depends on the situation. Well, I mean, my, my daughter's grades went from being – A's and B's with this whole coronavirus thing to being D's and F's. Now, is that because she's not in school? Like, did, did it happen when she was not in school or was it when she was in school? It happened when she was not in school. Yeah, because you're not being taught. Like, 
Um, a lot of exactly. Yeah, you're not you're not you're not being taught. Like a lot of kids are not even really learning anything, and then they're not really going to be engaged. You got to engage the kids, make it kind of fun, make it make it you know something that they want to do. Um, you're not around your peers. You're not being taught. The most you might do is fill out a worksheet or do some kind of book report. That's not that's not education. That's not learning. That's not being taught. No, she she did her work and it was it was like math problems. They were like, Oh, do this math problem but there's no explanation. Yeah, so there's no way for you to you got to when you're in school now, how, how old is your daughter? She is uh seventeen. Okay. Yeah, you, you still wanna be taught like these things, like especially with math, you gotta, you know, have some type of education. You can't just say do this with no explanation. So that that's what it is. But hey, I got a lot. Yeah. Of, I, have, I have a lot of calls online. I'm sorry to cut okay. it right here. You're fine. You're <laughs> fine. I just I just wanted your opinion. Well, I thank you for the call. I should handle that. Oh yeah. Well, hopefully everything works out. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. If you got kids that got to go to school, just tell them what's going on and be frank, be honest. Don't you know try to sugarcoat it. Just tell them what's happening with the country. Tell them that they're trying, people are trying to divide the country and they're trying to divide friends. You know, I grew up, you had black friends, white friends. And if they're friends, for real, they're not going to let things like what's happening with political people divide them. Make sure they understand that. Make sure they understand that some of these adults are less mature than they are. Because a lot of the kids that call the show, they, 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 they're smart. You know, kids that's in my family, they, they're smart. They understand what's going on. 801, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, this is Matt Miller. All right, man. What's happening? Um, I'm actually like a pretty young viewer. I'm 14. And I feel like almost as like young, it's hard when most like kids are almost raised to be more leftist, you know? It's like almost hard to be openly like conservative and stuff like that. And I feel almost as if it's like uh, almost like not really like life-threatening but honestly it's a little scary to be openly conservative and i just want to know your opinion on that well i mean it can kind of be hard if you like that it like really was what it kind of boils down to is just being different now and i've always been the kind of the guy walked to the beat of my own drum but i never really cared and i got generally respected for it because people knew that i was just i was just me and i wasn't trying to disrespect nobody i was always just a, a, a cool guy and it was just, that's just how I am. And it worked out for me in the future. So that, it's kind of, it's kind of an old thing, you know, peer pressure, trying to follow the crowd, just be you, you know, it's hard of course, but it's not going to always be easy in life. That's just in general. And if you can face adversity now, just being conservative openly as a, as a young person, you can face a lot more adversity once you get to be an adult, because it don't really get easier once you get to be older, you know? So um, what I would say just in general is you don't have to always push politics on people. You can just be normal. Like me, when I go to family functions and whatnot, I don't really bring up politics. I kind of just chill and talk about regular basic things. I don't have to always bring up the, the issue of politics, but I will talk about it sometimes if a conversation comes up, but not all the time. I'm just me. I'm not going to do things I don't want to do because others are doing it. I never would do that. And you understand that as well. So I would say just pretty much just be cool, be you. But you don't always have to push 
a political narrative on somebody, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that doesn't make like, quite a bit of sense. But, like, sometimes, like, I'm not even trying to push it, but, like, people find it somewhere, like, somehow it's in the conversation, and then, like, I'm, like, alienated almost. And that's like I feel like that's really tough right now. So 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 give give me an example of what you kind of would get alienated as far as the conversation is concerned. Give me an example of something. Um, recently I've been uh, banned on PlayStation Network for sharing my conservative views with people. You got banned on PSN with like what happened? Um, I was saying stuff about like um. Oh, I was in like a, a a party with my friend, and we were talking about like uh, politics. And some random dude joined, and um, he pulled our IPs and booted us off the internet and reported us. So we got banned. Oh well, I mean, you dealing with somebody that like you dealing with a, a malicious person that did something to you that shouldn't happen. It wasn't PSN. Like you dealing with a random person. You, you probably you probably even know that guy, do you? No, I don't even know. You don't even know him. So it's like, you know, you, you have actual friends that you know for real and you go to school and you interact with people in, in real life. Like, you're not even really worried about people that you have never interacted, you've never seen before, a random person. They they might they might do that to anybody that they, they come across, regardless of what you say politically or otherwise. That's kind of how that goes. It, it could have been anything. You could have said that you prefer this gun over that gun in Call of Duty and then they report you for that. I mean, people are like that. People are just have no life and want to do stuff to you like that. And it probably was an adult too, <laughs> for real. That's kind of how losers are. So just, you know, keep being you, man. Roll with the winners, roll with good people in your life. And don't let anybody like that even enter your mind as a thing to worry about, you see? Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. That's actually really helpful. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. All right. Shout out to the young caller. I'll take one more call. Then I wrap it on up. Put a bone on the top. 709, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, how's it going? This is Ian. All right, man. What's happening? Well, I'm uh, I'm in Canada right now, and I'm kind of just watching everything break down in the States. And I've been trying to get caught up to speed with some of these events going on. I got to say, like, I'm, I'm just getting caught up with your media. And I don't know if they claim to be, like, impartial or, or what's going on. But just the, the blatant bias is amazing. You, I, don't, I don't think you could find anything that, that's too impartial these days. I, I'm saying, like, that's saying something from me because, I mean, we got government-sponsored media over here. So it's not so good, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it's a mess over here. But I think a lot of people are kind of like disregarding the mainstream media. Anybody that is aware of politics at all does not believe what the mainstream media says, in my humble opinion. Just regular normies that don't get involved in politics, don't really vote like that, they don't even really know the difference. And they probably don't even understand what's going on with this whole fight for this, fight for that. They don't, they're just kind of oblivious to what's happening. But those of us that are really awake and understand we ignore the media because we know it's all fake. Yeah. My, I have a question for you, actually, Anthony. Okay. Do you think that, like, okay, so I'm, I'm conservative myself, so, uh, but, like, I kind of just, like you said, go to the beat my own drum sort of thing. I 
I have been watching a lot of CNN lately because for some reason I live in Canada, but my mom loves CNN. She just loves keeping up to date with things. So I've been watching a lot of it. And I just wonder if there's some, if they like really believe what they're saying or if they're just trying to push whatever they're told and they're getting paid for it. I can't, I can't tell, but some of it just seems like blatant falsehood. I'd like, do you, do you think they believe these things or do you think they're pushing it? Like, no, like, no, like, I know you probably don't know for sure. I'm just wondering your opinion. Well, you mean, you mean uh, media types? Yeah, it's like personality types like Cuomo or oh. Don Lemon. or. I, I feel like they might believe some of it, but I feel like at the same time, they have a job. So they can't necessarily say things that are off the beaten path because that kind of put them in a weird situation. But sometimes they have proven to be contradictory. People like Chris Cuomo talking about stay home, slow to spread. This guy's out here, you know, uh, riding around in his neighborhood, uh, going outside, getting in guys' faces. So that's not really staying at home and slowing the spread. So these people say things that they may believe with the hypocrites in general. They, they might believe it, but the hypocrites, same thing with Don Lemon talking about the white man is the most dangerous man on earth. Meanwhile, he's actually married to a white man. So it's like, okay, you want to say that, but look at your personal life. You're a hypocrite. So they may believe it, but at the same time, the hypocrites, that's just kind of how the left are. Double standards. Without that, they would have no standards. Yeah. Yeah, I totally see that. You know, like, and this is a, like a super vast generalization, but I find that people in, like, people in power in some cases tend to come with some hypocrisy in that regard. You know, I got in my country the prime minister telling everybody to stay at home uh, you know lock, pretty well locking them locking them up and closing down the economy but then he's going out to these protests and he's and uh, i mean i hope he's not participating participating in any of the riots but it, you know he, he's like not social distancing at all uh, i mean he's caught up in a lot of ethics investigations anyway so i'm not surprised in that regard but i'm just i'm just surprised that it's like there seems to be two sets of rules these days yeah, it's pretty weird how that works. I was even seeing an article where they were saying um, health experts disagree or health experts differ on opinions of whether you should go to a protest or not, depending upon what the protest is. It's like, OK, now I know that it just it's just playing games at this point. It's just it's all about just pushing a political narrative. They'll they'll say a thing that's totally incorrect, totally wrong to push a narrative. So I, I think that they're political viewpoints sometimes supersede fact. Yeah. Well, where do you think that this is all going to be heading? You know, like some people are saying civil war. Some people are saying that there just needs to be more dialogue, more tolerance and uh, just like open debate. Like, do you see any of anything breaking through it? So I think something's going to break, but I just wonder how it's going to come down. It'll all die down come November when the election is over with. Because it was the same oh, thing in yeah. 2016, the exact same thing. Matter of fact, I saw a tweet of mine from one year ago yesterday. It was saying the exact same thing about police reform and stuff like that. Like, it was the same thing going on back in 2016, the exact same thing, because of the election coming up. And then after November, it all kind of went away. That's generally how these things go. But thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one, man. All right, shout out to the caller. All right, that's wrapping the call. Thank you for the calls. You guys are great. But now it's super chat time. If you did not get in, 
through the line. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Like I said, blame the proverbial white man under the bed. Blame him. It's not my fault. <laughs> but thank y'all for joining. Definitely appreciate you. Super chats on deck right now. I'm gonna read those right quick. Then wrap it on up. Put a bow on the top. And thank you to everybody that has super chatted, uh, Patreon, PayPal, Cash Apt, or bought merch or whatever you want to do. Thank y'all. All right, super chats. Let's get back to them. Thank you to thank you to. Uh, I think I already said Raw Black AF Live who says I'm just a brother trying to help a brother. Help on another brother. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Silent and Strong who says, um, let me go back to where I was. Uh, what size is the flat behind you? Did I already read that one? Yeah, I did. The size of the flat behind me, it's a, a large, I think it's a 48 by 26, something right along those lines. Um, shout out to Lisa Hale who says, thank you with the the, the bounty most. Thank you for that. Excuse me. Thank you to um, I am George Floyd hashtag Justice for Floyd who put, who tweeted a doo doo emoji. <laughs> I guess that was for me. I, I guess I guess I'm a doo doo head. <laughs> I'm, I'm a poopy head. Is that what it is? Thank you for your donation, sir. Thank you to Marie Stark for the donation that says keep it up. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to James Joyner for the cool donation. Cool emoji. Thank you to Subatomic Shrimp who says the liberals canceled the founding fathers and in the same breath support the Clintons and Joe 3303. Keep up the great work, ABO. You're an awesome, you're awesome man. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Monster Blood who says, Remember when everyone loved Trump when he was on WWE? I do remember that. Thank you to I am George Floyd, hashtag Justice for Floyd, that tweeted another poopy head emoji. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. How old are you? Like 35, 40 years old, tweeting poopy emojis? Really? That's what we're going to do? Call grown man poopy head, duty head? Like, come on, Doc. Do you identify as a five-year-old? Anyway, thank you to Whitney Morgan who says, I love you, ABL. What's your advice on being an outsider with friends? Lots of SJWs and far-left views. Feel like YouTube is my only outlet. It's hard. Like, I had to get a lot of new friends, really. And I'm kind of a guy that was always by myself a lot anyway. So I'm not even really, I can be by myself and it's fine. But people that I know now, friends I have now, they're on my side. And I still do have some people that are kind of on the left, you know, but for the most part, nah. But once you just really embrace who you are and be out there, you, you'll gain more than what you lose. If you lose anything, you'll gain more than what you lose. You know, but just be yourself. If people are your friend for real, then they respect you for being you. And that's it. And if you don't like what they're talking about, if you're not interested in what they're interested in, then you got to revive that friendship and say, is this where I should be? Take it to Jay Greer, who says the left doesn't want to debate you, ABL, because they can't argue the facts. Thank you for all you do to steer the left right. Thank you for your very kind words and your donation. Thank you to Joe Schmo, who says keep up the good work. Love the content. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Thank you to I am George Floyd with another poopy head emoji. <laughs> Again, yeah, 45 year old man identifying as a five year old. Thank you to Caitlin Nyson, who says I'm a blue haired ex liberal from Portland. If JFK was alive today, he'd be a Republican. Do you think Gen Z will really be the most conservative generation since the boomers? I hope so. I think so. That's possible because now we got to kind of do an overcorrection to get everything back on track because we're going way too far down this road of weirdness and it's got to get back on track. Take it to Ansel who says Atlanta mayor liberal logic, tell police to leave people alone, then issue a mask mandate, which will be enforced by police. <laughs> exactly. How are you going to do that? Thank you to Marie Stark who says, why aren't people speaking out about what BLM is funding? 
Good question. Thank you to Bob Ross, who says, what say you? Thank you to Alex Maya. Maja, I know I'm butchering that, and I'm sorry, who says, the BLM of now stands burning, looting, murder. Exactly. Thank you to New Wave Bossa Nova for the donation. It says, good luck. Thank you to Alex, who says, the BLM. Okay, I read that one. Thank you to Jay Fins, who says, keep up the good work. Took Snoop off my playlist a long time ago. Thank you for that. Thank you to Keicha. I, I, I can't pronounce that at all. M-P-A-M-M, who says, I believe the BLM focused on police so they could really so they could freely commit crimes without having to worry about law to be honest. Mission accomplished. That's pretty much what's going on. Thank you to Lee Vet93 who says, Hey ABL, have you heard of the phrase pants up, don't shoot? <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, that's an old school one from back when they first came out. Oh, pants up, don't loot. I saw that today. Keep it strong and thank you for all you do, Anthony. Thank you for that. Thank you to let me see. Agatha, who says, you are amazing. Thank you to Mike Marinaro, who says, I can't stand racist mermaids. <laughs> the, the mermaid was crazy. Like, how are you going to say a mermaid is racist? Thank you to Summertime Shrimp, who says, I love watching Anthony get people triggered. Hilarious. Thank you to American Spartan, who says, I really enjoy watching you debate people. Love your show. Keep up the good work. Thank you for that. I, I need to do some more debates. You know, I enjoy the TV debates, the more kind of moderated things that kind of don't go off the rails and the weirdness. But I might do some more debates. Thank you to JC, who says, Stone Mountain hasn't been white for 30 years. It's considered part of Atlanta now. The martyr bus goes out there. Thank you for that. Thank you to Sam Shepard. For the Superman Super Chat emoji, thank you to Kerry for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you for that. Thank you to M. Robles for the Keep It Up emoji. Thank you to Brett Dotson for the donation. Thank you to Ronald Parnell for the Keep It Up workout emoji. Thank you to Steve Cutts who says, Abraham, ABL, Ivan was wrong again. I watched it again. Nice work, my friend. Thank you for that. I know that. I never said nothing like that. I know what I say. You know, I know I didn't say nothing about, oh, them terrorizing. That's not even how I talk. Thank you to Steve Cutts, who said, oh, all right, right down. Thank you to Mod Q23 for the dancing emoji. Thank you to Monster Blood, who says, remember in that interview when Don Lemonhead <laughs> said his skin stuff is on armadillos, yet he was crying over the Trump Thanos meme. Exactly. It's like, how are you on TV crying, sir? I see you crying tears like a little boy on TV, right? But you got tough skin. Tough as an armadillo. I can't tell talking about, oh, you should adopt that, Terry Crews. Nah, you adopt the tough skin, uh, Don Lemon. Thank you to Nana's New Normal, who says, just fans your channel and loving the truth. Thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Orlando, who says, feminine women want to be seen as tough and able-bodied as men. When they get hit in their mouth or the heat gets to them, they revert back to being delicate flowers. Funny, hilarious. Yeah, see a lot of that going on. Thank you to Stephanie Roberts, who says, keep it up. Love listening. Thank you for that. Thank you to Zachary, who says, Trump is as bad as Obama, both establishment right-wingers. Shout out to Robin, who says, Basement Joe is not prepared for the job. Not at all. Thank you to Charlotte, who says, ABL High. Will you please consider starting a petition on change.org to ban BLM, Antifa, etc., and other racist, criminal, Marxist, uh, mythomaniac, totalitarian terrorists in the U.S. You have the platform, 100,000 signatures sent to the White House and made law. I'm, I'm going to look into that. I'm going to see if I can do something about that. Seriously. Thank you to Snatcher Claus who says, you can't reason with the unreasonable, period. Exactly. 
Thank you to Jay Williams for becoming a member of the ABL uh, channel as an ABL supporter. Thank you to Watts, who says, ABL, the most trusted source for actual news. Thank you for that. It means a whole lot to me. I appreciate you. Thank you to RM, who says, God bless you, ABL. God bless you as well. Thank you to Shauna Fisher, who says, ABL, thanks for all that you do. Thank you for that. Thank you to Tech Hustler for the donation. Thank you to Snatcher Claus, who says, BLM wants to further erode family structure, which is something that is already all but destroyed black Americans, but therefore black people think exactly, that's my point exactly, like if I'm destroying the BLM monument or a mural or whatever, I'm actually doing something that's gonna help black people. BLM is the worst thing that's happened to black America in a very long time. Take it to Samuel Barney who says, I'll wrap it on up, put a nice little bow this, that, and the other. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you to Dimitri, who says, hey, my Russian friend, I'm in Brooklyn. Everything will be great. We all have to go out and vote. Thanks, Anthony, for all you do. Your impact is great. Thank you for that. Thank you to Pat, who says, support ABL any which way you can. Thank you to Good Bad, who says, the silent majority, Trump 2020. Uh, Son Goku says, so it's okay to vandalize Lincoln Memorial statues and burn the flag, but putting paint over a Black Lives Matter symbol is a hate crime. Exactly. Thank you for that. Shout out to S. Childs, who says, America is the worst country except for all the others. <laughs> Thank you to Samuel Barney, who says, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Republican governor, Greg Abbott of, Greg Abbott of Texas, making mask mandated. Scary stuff. Are there any leaders left to stand up for freedom? I mean, I don't even, it's hard for me to really even say anything about that. I like what Bill Lee did, although I don't like it at the same time. He kind of compromised because you're getting pressured to make masks mandatory from other states. They may try to ban your state from doing whatever. So what Bill Lee did here in Tennessee was give counties the power to enforce mask ordinances or not. So I appreciate that. I think he did that with the, I got to look back at it, but I know that we have the choice to do it or not, depending upon your county. So, yeah, I'm not really a fan of the mask requirement. And my thing is, what's the point now? We didn't already went how many months? What, eight, nine months with no mask? If you count last year, because it came here last year, quite as kept. But anyway, we already didn't dealt with it for this amount, for this long with no mask ordinance. What's the point in having the ordinance now in the summertime when the virus is least deadly? I don't understand how that makes any sense. Thank you to Ian Randall who says, if Biden wins, LOL, American refugees will be welcome in Australia, the best country on the world. <laughs> That's what you say. I don't know about that one. We still got the crown over here in the U.S. We will need you to stop the red minutes here. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Dimitri who says, 17 years ago, I wanted to go to my own birth country, Moldova, but my pop said, no way you aren't accepted there anymore you have to forget your birth country because you have nothing they have nothing good for you son you must learn english assimilate and make your life here in the usa very good words thank you for that i appreciate you thank you to ttb for the donation with the thumbs up thank you to Dimitri who says game over there you go thank you to samuel barney who says this lady is the truth absolutely she was a caller that was in a little while ago. I told, probably talking about a teacher from Texas. She was a very good caller. Thank you to New Wave Bossa Nova for the donation of the person spinning in a chair or the little emoji spinning in the chair. Thank you to Good Bad who says, shout out to this teacher. No mask, all caps. Thank you for that. Thank you to Vincent Angel who says, great work. Shout out to Alexis Maya who says, Donald Trump matters. 
Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. who says, those of you who are gun owners, do not hesitate to defend yourselves and loved ones. Do not let the mob intimidate you. The Marxists will not prevail. There you go. Thank you to Brian Phillips who says, ABO equals the truth. Shout out to Hank McCoy who says, oxygen levels of 16 to 19.5 can cause severe impairment. OSHA. Thank you to Double O Tyrone who says, I will be taking the knee during Black National Anthem. How you like those sour apples, Kaepernick? <laughs> but you know what's funny? When you have the first week of the NFL season, it's going to be a test. Okay, you're going to have two national anthems. Some guys are going to be kneeling. They've already said they're going to kneel. So are you going to kneel during the Black National Anthem and the regular national anthem or just during, just during the regular national anthem? If you, if, you, if you don't kneel during one, but you do kneel during the other, then the message is it ain't about uh, a deeper thing. It's about America. It's about the flag. Oh, it ain't about the flag. If you if you kneel during one, not the other, we know what it's about. So don't try to play any games. We're on to you. We already been on to you from the very beginning. All you're going to do now is just prove it on a national stage. Thank you to, hold on. Let me go back up to where I was. And thank y'all for being here. I'll put up soon. Thank you to Mac, Mac JR, who says, 14-year-old caller, true friends will not alienate you if you say your opinion in a respectful way. Stay positive. Very good advice. Thank you to TTB for upgrading to ABO Superstar. And thank you to Jeff Field for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Katie 50 who says, you are amazing. Thank you to Matt JR, who says, I love hearing that conservative 14-year-old. It's hard to escape all the liberal propaganda as a young person. Yes, it is. Thank you to Monster Blood, who says, they're screaming about white privilege when the real privilege is being able to openly hate your country, et cetera, and get away with it. Exactly. Do that in China. You must be around and get, <laughs> you'd be, you be missing. You'd be in some gulag somewhere. Uh, getting re-educated, quote-unquote. Thank you to Zanotri's Kingsword, who says, ABO, this was a great show tonight. The audience has grown so much. Congrats. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. Thank you to Win the Brave, who says, the phrase Uncle Tom is the N-word of the modern day. Really think deeply about the purpose of, the purpose word serve. Purpose equals mental oppression. Thank you to Anna Banana for the donation. Let's keep it up. Thank you to Geraldo Gonzalez, who says, keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you for that. Thank you to Kelly, who says, biggest fan. There you go. Thank you to T. Khalid, who says, ABL, this 214, can I get on before you leave? I, I gotta, I I'm way past the time now. Thank you to Ashley Hollinshead, who says, oh, becoming an ABL um, squad member. Thank you to Herman Scott for the donation. Thank you to JJ Money, who says, uh, I ain't gonna read that one. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. You guys are fantastic. The best audience on the internet. So I'll be back live again. Um, actually, Friday. Tatum is going to do something tomorrow, so he can't be there tomorrow. So we're going to do it on Friday. And then I'll be back live again on Saturday right here. So Friday on Tatum's channel, we'll do the panel show. And then I'll be live again here Saturday, same time, same place, 8 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Eastern. And I'll be doing just regular videos all throughout the week. Um, if you have any suggestions for content or whatnot, my email's in on my website on the contact page. It is contact at anthonyblogan.com. Again, contact at anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. Thank you to Daniel Nordine and Mr. X for your donations, but I got to go right now. I'm way past my time to exit. Thank you to all the moderators for doing a great job. We got Elijah Jean, Michelle A, Bill from the Hills, True Helper, Kim Bone, Shreves, Ansel, Killer Sushi, 
Um, all you guys do a fantastic job keeping them mod, keeping them not the mods in check, keeping the trolls in check, keeping the chat nice and clean. That'll be right for me. Oh, this will be available on an audio streaming platform of your choice. Uh, most most of them are out there. It'd be on uh, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, whatever you have, wherever you are, it should be there. A link for this particular show on audio streaming platforms will be in the description box. All right. I'm out. Thank you all for being here. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.